Sit back and relax while I listen to Train Kickers podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, we're going to take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, we are sans Steve uh, for this particular week. Uh, it's been very hit and miss for us for the last few weeks. There was obviously, um, essentially, uh, the wildfires coming down from Canada the other week, which was causing some issues um, for Dan and some others. Uh, Steve was having computer problems, I believe, at some result. But right now, he's actually down in Texas getting trained for a new job of his. So since he was unable to make it, we wanted to do something a little different. So for anyone actually watching, either watching now or watching later back on YouTube, we're actually doing a painting stream. Uh, I do apologize a little bit for the quality. The cameras are good for battle reports, but they don't actually have an autofocus because I didn't realize that was a thing that you had to look for separately. So Dan's is pretty decent in focus because he's a little further. Mine's a little bit closer, so focus is a little bit off, but so be it. Um, for the next time we do this, I'm going to have cameras that will actually work better for it. Um, but tonight's plan is to talk a um, bit of news, bit of hobby, bit of games played, all of that, and then get into a discussion on the new 40K and what we think of all of that. Um, at this point, at time of recording, it is a Thursday evening. We now have the base rules. We have the rules for every single faction. The last thing we're waiting to get our grubby little mitts on is points. Um, all of that should be dropping sometime early tomorrow for us. And then I know at least myself is kind of probably play a game tomorrow. And then weather depending, we might be recording something on Saturday. Um, and now, on to the show. All right, Dan. Um, so now that we have officially started, and yeah. um, I, I'm gonna, we're going to try our best to make sure if you're listening to this on a podcast, not, we're not constantly saying, hey, look at all this stuff, and you can't <laughs> see any of it. We'll talk about it, but we'll make sure we, we discuss it nicely as well. Um, what I wish you could show anyone watching is uh all those molten bronze you have oh no that's already stored away so they're uh, I, it, uh, they are <laughs> stored okay. away please don't they, but <laughs> yeah okay so the story is we were talking about this before the buy um p3 went through like a uh we're gonna disappear our paint line kind of thing right and one thing i absolutely hate for those folks at home is when you're painting an army and the paint gets discontinued or you forget what the paint is and there's a slight discoloration in the army now if you have only like two thousand points who cares but i'm up to like what if 30, you only have two thousand you know four four i'm up to like forty thousand points of this stuff so if one squad looks out it looks really bad so i freaked out because i was like oh hell no molten bronze is the only p3 paint i use for this um for the custodies highlights right so I went to Richard, I, which is Maplewood Hobby. I bought his entire stock of Molten Bronze, which was like eight bottles. Then I went online, found the cheapest, like eight to 10 bottles I could find and bought all that. So I have like 16 bottles stored away and sealed in a nice cool container. Uh, so it'll dry up for a rainy day in case P3 actually does go out of uh, business. So, so like you have a humidor of paint. Yeah, actually, that's exactly where I put them, believe it or not. <laughs> I, I wasn't for the, the cigars. You, you just want to exactly... live up to your own stereotype, <clears throat> don't you? No, I'm, I refuse. Like, so I was told <clears throat> before the stream, I was talking about like which paints were close by. Because I've, you know, I was like, if they go out, I have to figure out a fuller paint. No paints come close unless you're using, um, was it, Tamiya. But the problem is, Tamiya is one very expensive for a very small bottle. Yes. Um, now, mind you, maybe my, I could go Tamiya anyway, because honestly, I don't need to paint another 10,000 custodians. Yeah. Um, 
But the other problem is it's, it's, it's to me, it does smell. And I paint in the basement. And to me, it has a very rancid smell to it. Is, um, is I don't know this. Maybe someone watching can tell us otherwise. Is is Tamiya acrylic? No, right? Or is it, I, is it an acrylic paint that you use? Because if it's not acrylic, a, that would be explained the smell. Uh, that's a very good question, actually. It is, I know it's a very, like, Tamiya red when I use it on the uh, I know some the of the Tamiya's are the, not, but I don't know enough about Tamiya. I never use their stuff. Like, I use Tamiya blue and Tamiya red very exclusively. Um, but it, you have to be kind of in an open space or at least be using it in a very, like, small quantity. I know some people that airbrush Tamiya red. For like that beautiful red gloss color, mm-hmm. I I would not be able to do that in the basement. I would probably get high and or have brain cancer. It is it is a very powerful spell. Well, keep in mind though, if you're airbrushing, you would have something that would put it outside and everything like that. Like I, I have yeah, a but even even aer- aerosolizing it though, like the smell when you open the cap is already powerful enough. I can only imagine what happens when you like aerosolize it. Is that a, that's a word right? Aerosol, yeah. Um, the word is real. The pronunciation is not aerosolize. Aerosolize. Uh, it, that's fine. It's close enough. Uh, <laughs> just keep in mind, you're the one watching chat because it's not showing. Yeah, no, no, no. He has it. You know. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, good. just in case. I just wanted to be sure. I actually, ha- I have it in front of me. That's why. Okay. No. Very um, good. But you know, so that's why I have a million molten bronze. Um, and for the podcast, because I know you just kind of started the intro right now. Yes, I did. Um, I was, was going to paint demons. I was going to paint demons for the stream mm-hmm. um, because I, I've been flipping on playing demons, custodians, or Eldar for the new edition. Um, uh, the Eldar rules came out. The, uh, I can't do it. Uh, I could, but the army that I have currently for Eldar is um, so it's all wraiths. The, the whole theme was supposed to be wraith, a wraith army and a Yandan army. Of wraiths, right? So it's B cannons and wraith blades with swords, blah, 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 and a wraith knight. And the problem is with Strands of Fate, that's just exactly what the meta is. There's no meta for 10th edition yet, but, you know, taking, for example, taking three sixes and then doing 24 24 mortal wounds to a squad very easily does not seem like a fun proposition for either me or my opponent. Um, so Eldar is shelved for now until they kind of fix it. And so I'm left with demons or custodians. And I was like, I could do demons. I haven't done demons yet. But yeah. uh, I don't know. Custodians always have a warm place in my heart. And the rules, I was saying the rules are much, much simpler now. I mean, the reason I, have I, would, to split. Say, the reason I would say demons because you haven't used them yet, really. You yeah, haven't, exactly. We, you, they haven't been available in 30K, so you couldn't have done it there. They are just getting available now in this other system. I don't see why not. So the not problem there. with demons is funny enough. Ironically, the same problem with custodians for now, and I'll explain in a second. So the problem with demons, especially the core demons, is that um, they have. I okay. So let me see here. I'm trying to think. I have Scarbrand. So that's one option. Bloodthirster. Other option. HQ. So that's two more options. That's four. Blood letters and blood crushers. So I have six options out of the nine that are available, right? So my army list is not going to be like variable. It's not going to look like oh, it's got sixteen different options of, of things, right? Um, but that's what it's going to have. Is true. 
That is also true. But it also seems like, listen, when, when I pop out three bloodthirsters, because that's all I own, that might not be a fun game. I don't know yet. I don't, you know, points withstanding, I don't know. Um, versus the, now what's funny is the custodians, right? The custodians have, I have a ton more variable units. But what's funny is normal games workshop custodians, you're only looking at maybe 13, 14 units. Um, only of nine of which I own, because I don't actually own the Land Raider. Um, because 65% of the custodian army is actually locked behind Forge World. Which doesn't have the rules yet. Which doesn't have the rules yet. So that's a kind of funny little side note that for now, technically my custodians and my demons have the same level of variety. Which is kind of funny. Yeah, but Necrons have tons of variety. You have tons of units. Yes, there's a good amount. I printed yours today. It was 107 pages. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Well, because there's a lot of characters. Necrons have a bunch of them. Um, I was yeah, looking I at the characters, I, I, but I just don't own any of the characters. And now I've seen a bunch of it. I guess i got to go buy some characters. I also got to figure out where I put that orange paint I needed. Oricon looks great, by the way. I was looking at Oricon, yeah. Orican. Orican. You, Orican. Most people I hear pronounce is Orican. Orican the Diviner. That's, usually, that's mostly what I've heard. Um, oh, there's the orange I need. All right, well. We set some things we want to do. So obviously we're talking, we'll start at hobby because we are currently hobbying. Um, now you said you hadn't painted elsewise in quite a while. So I don't know if there's anything else you've been working on. No, um, well, it's just, no, this would be the first paint I've thrown on the model. I did paint Conquest a little bit before the tournament. And then, did you? And then the apocalypse came. Um, yes. <laughs> but uh, no, I did actually paint a little bit of Conquest because I was going to try to paint, show up with a little bit of paint on them. Because I don't like playing unpainted. It, it it does irk me to a very large degree. Um, I, I don't know why that is. I used to play unpainted all the time. Um, now, once, I don't know. Maybe I'm Once you have a fully painted army in a system. And you notice how... And this is for most people. And you notice how much you like it. It makes it tough to then go back to the days of unpainted, unpainted stuff. yeah. So I look at like my custodians, my Eldar, my demons, and then I look at my Dweg, and I'm like, oh, paint them. I that's what I was doing, and then I got sick, and then I was like, oh, I can't paint while I'm sick, and then, yeah, yeah no, it's just a. And honestly, what's funny is these custodians, the Aquilons that I'm painting, are probably not going to have rules in 40k, because usually they have guns in 40k. This is the double melee variant that is exclusive for now to 30k, um, which I'm fine with. I, I I can't wait to run these guys in 30k. I was because I don't. You play that as well, so it's not much of a concern. Yeah. If that's the yeah, only no, spot that's, that they show that's off. that's really what I'm working on. Then I'm waiting for uh, my friend Bo to finish printing a couple spines because I got my let me see my camera picks this up. Uh, a little bit more to the left, a little bit back. But there we are. Here, here's my arch demon. It's a big boy. Uh, yeah, for he is very huge. Uh, he's a little bigger than Imperial Knight and will be bigger than Imperial Knight when he gets his base. Um, but that's going to be my arch demon for my, uh, if arch demons still exist. If arch demons no longer exist, I'm going to cry. I'm sure something will. Uh, 
Yeah, something so, to the effect of. Since I knew we were going to be sitting, we're going to be um, discussing stuff, but also painting. I tried to organize the paints I needed, but I usually I would show up. I'm not going to. I have all the other paints. I got like I don't know 40 paints scattered across the front of my desk. Um, and then I keep realizing, oh, I should have grabbed this one. I should have grabbed that one. Really? You don't say, hold on, wait, wait. Yeah. Uh, that's nothing. <laughs> that's nothing. Duh. So, <clears throat> so normally this setup's a little bit different for me. Normally when I paint, I paint holding it up to me. And I also use, I push my keyboard back. <clears throat> I use that as the spot where I put my wet palette. And then I just have the front part of my, uh, computer table i don't know 40 inch whatever how far it is just full of paints um i actually got a paint holder in the back that holds the other paints i'm not actively using but this is what i have right now so going with a little <sighs> vampire flush um all right so for me hobby wise what i've been doing um oh, thanks brett custodies are lame jerk i agree <laughs> i Did he literally agree. pop in here <laughs> He literally I pops in, custodies are lame, and then, like, literally leaves. But the question <laughs> is, is he wrong? And the answer is no. No, he's not wrong. <laughs> um, ooh, do I still need to do the extra? Yeah, I still need to do the extra effects on this one. So, for what I've been up to lately, I've been getting through quite a bit of my old Dominion. I painted six stands of Rangian Guard. I still I have Bone Golems left, the Cataphracty, and then the Basophily, um have been shown as a box now. We know they were coming for a while. But now they've actually shown it, so we know we're going to get those. Are those the Minotaur guys? Yes. They look fantastic. They look fantastic. They really do. Um, Undead Minotaurs, they are not nearly as busy, which is good, because I will say my uh, Bone Golems, I've been very delayed on painting them because of how much is going to be required to actually paint them. They're covered in stuff. And it has absolutely slowed me down to a crawl trying to get those guys done. <laughs> but That's I have funny. those. Um, I'm currently, for anyone watching, I let that painting shatter point. So I've been painting bases. Uh, I'm doing comic style for this. The bases I'm doing is comic style. The models as well, I'm doing comic style. Um, a little bit light on it. I don't black line quite as much as I could, but a decent amount of black lining. Comic style is fun to do, but essentially you do a good paint job and then you just put black ink all over it and hope you don't mess up because if you do, kind of screws it up. But so I'm currently working on all of that. I have what is Shatterpoint. Shatterpoint like the twenty is a twenty millimeter 40 Star Wars, mil. right? It's forty mil. Jesus 40 Christ! Mil, yes. Um, oh my God. Oh, those are up front with my 3D printed stuff. Otherwise, I'd show you the one thing. I can show you on something. Actually, I have B1s for both. So, so far, I painted two stands of B1s. It's three B1s a stand. So, I painted both of those. Um, Dooku is just about done. He's hanging out here on the table. He needs he needs a little more black highlights, and then he needs his uh, black inks. Or other colored inks. Sometimes you can do it inked in other colors. Um, Kalani's done. Ventress is done. Um, I have Magna Guards I'm working on next with Django Fett. That way I can have a full Strike Force done, or Strike Team, whichever way they call it. I'll have that entirely done, and then from there, then I just try to paint up the rest of the stuff. I made one video so far about it. Once I get a few more things painted, we are going to do some learn to play. I'm going to do some, like, more of discussion style myself, but then we're going to actually have learn to play videos put out as well. Because Josh and I are going to record those slash 
other people that they're interested, but I know me and him were talking about doing that. So, I think that's the most stuff I've been working on. I haven't worked on my Bushido yet. That's pro. I don't know, probably next week, maybe. I really want to get the shot. What did you, uh, what did you pick up in Bushido? Uh, I have the Dissension, which is the Tengu. So it's oh, Tengu that's awesome. and yeah. Hill People, and I refuse to buy anyone who's not a bird. So I'm not playing any of those. God, I hope the the Hill People aren't like amazing, and I should be getting them because I'm not. <laughs> uh, I played one game, got absolutely wrecked, but that's to be expected. First game in the in it. Um, uh, so what I should say is for anyone who doesn't know Bushido, Bushido is a skirmish level miniatures game. Um, it's based on Japanese lore, folklore, anything like that, however you want to call it. I would hope so with a name like Bushido. Well, yes, but <laughs> yeah, but some of the things, so there are, there's a ninja type faction. Uh, I play, like I said, I play Tengu. So they're, um, minor deities and it's also in the faction is the hill people who worship them. And, um, there's a faction of, uh, uh, essentially snake people, a variety of other ones as well, monks and all kinds of stuff. Um, but what you find a lot of times with a lot of skirmish games are that early on, you were probably going to lose, and you might lose very hard if anyone has uh, learned to play uh, Infinity. Same idea. In the beginning, you're probably just going to get stopped because you're still learning the game. There's The game itself is simple. The amount of special rules and things like that is where the complication comes in. So it's learning all that, learning how your faction operates making sure not to make that big mistake that could cost you a game because they can do one thing or another. Like for that, I had um one of my birds, he's a giant great eagle. He has an amazing bow um, in that game. So the way they do that game, um, what would happen if we are in a fight? So average game, four to six, maybe seven models. You can go a little bit above if you want. But what's going to happen, let's say I get in there, we're going to fight each other. If my attack stat is four, that means I get four dice. I can choose right. for those dice how to allocate them to attack or defense. Because when we fight, we both fight at the same time. Oh. So now, the fact that I activated, or maybe you've run out of activations, because base every model gets two activations. Even if you're out of activations, you still fight, but you might start losing some dice or other things like that. But we both fight. We decide secretly how we're how we're allocating our dice what's going to attack, what's going to defense. Um, we mention what weapon we're using, because you might have different weapons, but we secretly alloc we secretly decide what attack, special attack that weapon may have. So like one of them might have a, um, a sweeping defense. Like, oh, if I succeed on this, I move out of your, essentially, your line of sight for all intents and purposes. Um, once we do that, we roll off. It's a D6 system. You take the number, highest number you have, and add to it one for every other die you have that's not a one. So if you rolled a two, three, five, you got a five. Hey, a two and a three, those are two dice that are above ones. So add two, you got a two, seven. Seven. Yes. Got it. Okay. Um, you compare yourself to each other. Whoever got better, there is a table that tells you if, the, if an attacker wins, if you beat on the attack instead of defense. It shows you what happens if you win an attack. So the further up the table you go, the more damaging. Models on average have maybe six hit points. Um, if our difference is, say, a two, then I roll 2d6, I consult the table. So oh, I look at the two stat, 
2, um, 2d6, a 7. Okay, oh, that's a damage point. Oh, maybe that's 2 damage. And there's things that adjust the table. But if you go all, say, um, defense, or say you go all out attack on me, and I don't defend it, or something like that, or I don't defend it well enough, higher spots on that tracker will just straight out kill you. If you get to, like, the 6, and you roll a decent number, it's 6-7 damage. So it, it pays, no matter what, to put a little something in defense. That does mean, like, I had a case where... um. I had two dice rolled an attack against me. He had like a seven total, and I rolled like a two. So that's a five. The five on that chart is exceedingly damaging very, very quickly. So you can get knocked out very fast in this game. Hmm. Um, really do like the game, but it is the type of game where, yeah, you're going to get beat pretty bad usually early on, which is 100% what happened to me, which is fine. So, Who were you playing? Uh, played against uh, one of the Wongs. Yeah. Yeah. So they were, yeah, because the other day when they were playing, I uh, was in the Conquest tournament. Well, not really. I was more of taping. I only played part of one game, really, but that's fine. How did um, that go for you, by the way? What do you mean? I know, I'm shimmy How did that no, go no, for no, you? No, no, no. It's games? okay. We're on to stuff like that. It's fine. Yeah. We're allowed to move around a little bit. Yeah. How, how, did, that, how did those games go for you? Because I know who won, which was that ridiculous dweg list. Yes. Like when you said Dweg won, I'm like, oh, okay. He took the sorcerer and so on. Nope. And he goes, no, he took 13 activations. Have you, have like, you looked at the list yet? No, it's I have not. It's on BCP. Not. Oh, it is on BCP? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll look at it later. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we had a conquest tournament. We had 12 people. Um, one person arrived late. So because of that and just uh, uh, yeah, some health issue on my side, I, I sat out the first turn. Second turn, I played against the guy who was late. And third turn, I just I essentially walked around and hung out. Um, so the first game, now I said, unfortunately we didn't have our wireless stuff. So the first game is absolutely going to go up. That one will be, um, up online. The second game, maybe I had to take a look. The third game, probably not. Um, the audio is just not to the level I want it to be, but that's okay. We'll get better audio in the future for that kind of stuff. But my game itself, so the games are two and a half hours. We did not reach a natural conclusion. We got to turn... I want to say we were maybe turn five. Now, uh, part of it is because Garrison is still learning his army. So it takes a little bit longer, getting more comfortable with your rules. Um, he was playing Wadroon. And for anyone who doesn't know the game, every faction in the game breaks the rules somehow. Breaks the base rules. Wadroon have chance. So these are orcs that ride dinosaurs. They have chance. So they have several different things they can chant, and when you get a stack of cards from that chanting, every so often they automatically go off. Um, essentially, when it gets to the fourth card, you have to go off no matter what. Usually it stops at three. Um, there's ways to get to four. Four is the absolute max, but normally you're set off at three. But that does mean when they're deciding what to do, they have to think about that. Because hey, hey Molly, how you doing? <laughs> because Welcome you, to the pot. Welcome, Molly. Welcome. Sorry. No, no, it's all good. Um, it greatly matters what they do with those because if you activate in the wrong order, you might set the chant off on the unit that didn't need it or it doesn't benefit, but the other unit does. So not only do you have to figure out your stack of cards that turn, you have to think, all right, well, this unit's going to chant war. This other one's chanting famine, and that'll give me two famines when it goes off, and famine's going to give me, I think it's conquest is the extra move. I forget which one's which. But, oh, this one won't get me the extra move, and I really need that. So, I, you know, there's this extra thought in what is realistically the hardest thinking part of the game, which is making those decisions. 
So, um, we didn't quite get through our game, but so be it. Um, I said otherwise. Who, who won that? Who won that game though? Uh, versus me and him, it was technically a tie because Richard called time down dice immediately. If we have about an extra five seconds, I win. Um, and if we play out the game, it most likely would have been my side as well, just because of positioning. So that one, uh, and this will, if I release this one, I want to listen to it more. But if I release this, you guys will notice that for this mission, it was long ways. Normally in it, um, long board edges going back and forth. Um, this one, other way, there was six tables going. We were the only table who played it appropriately. Every other table played it wrong. Every other table did the normal way. We're playing wrong oh. ways. And someone, I forget who it was. Someone turns around and they're like, wait, are, were we supposed to do that? I was like, yeah, look at the mission. The mission says long ways. And they're like, oh, God. And we look around they're like, you guys are the only ones who actually followed what the mission said. Oh, uh, Molly doing great. Talking. What? Talking. Cloud? What's weird is chat has just started coming into me. And so it's coming in like 30 minutes past. What the hell? So wait, what's Clouk? Wait, is that supposed to, okay? So you typed out C L A, no, 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 no. Oh. C L A parentheses yeah. O parentheses K. Is that Clash? No, I don't know. Clout? And painting. <laughs> what are we painting? I'm painting custodies, of course. I know roll eyes. Yeah. And Dave is painting base, uh, bases. Bases of Shatterpoint. Base, bases for Shatterpoint because I don't. Feel Molly, what is what is? Cloud. Oh, conquest last. Oh my Jesus! Conquest last argument of kings. <laughs> C L A. Okay, got it. Okay. What do you? I didn't about? know that. Wait, you didn't realize that was the abbreviation. I was paying this. Yeah. Is it really that long? No. Yes. Conquest. Yeah. Last T T the last argument of kings. T L A O K. That's how it's abbreviated. So you never watch any of our videos because when we talk conquest, I abbreviate it that way, of course. I don't. I pay attention to our voices. I never pay attention to the titles. Oh. <laughs> um, but so so we were doing that way. That did mean that we didn't really get much involved in those five rounds because you had to cover the whole board, um, list wise. And you're a slow army too. In general, especially because I brought Fallen Divinity because I got her painted up. Um, same thing. I brought a unit Catafors and a unit Caratids because I had just gotten them painted up. So. It, it, <coughs> she actually did. She was able to get into a unit of blooded and cut them down in one activation. So that was fun. Um, well, I I was able to also. I took out a unit of raptor riders. I think it was my bone golems who technically took it down or something else. So so we got a little bit of fighting, but not too much. Um, it was well attended the tournament. Like I said we had twelve people, which was really nice. Quite a mix of armies. I was the only old dominion player. We had. 200 kingdom no 300 kingdoms two dweg city states spires two nords not sure what else i'd have to look it up on bcp but i'm since i'm showing stuff i can't really look it up too much right no now. greeks um yeah city states came in second. oh you said city states, sorry. yeah 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 they were they came in second um, you go over the list as well. It was the not surprise what the list was: giant fat um, units, uh, phalangites, and stuff like that. Hospital, uh, the hospital, hospitalers or whatever in there. He had um had a I think he was running as a Prometheus, not the Hephaestus, but I'd have to check to be sure. Um, 
but lost in the third round. Because like I said, that one I don't think is going to come out. I don't think the audio is going to be good enough. Or if I do, I might just do like an overview kind of to discuss. Played a 13 Dwight Activation list. I know had four <laughs> Fireforged. Um, that's some, see, that's had surprising. like four things of Thanes. Had like four characters and, and, and a unit of Dragon Slayers. Or three characters and a unit of Dragon Slayers. What a 13 weird activations. list. What a weird But it worked. But what well, a weird list. The list works well for what it's intended to do. That list, its intention. Because I talked to the guy a bit and I can tell. Yeah. The intention of the list is you will get through your activations before I have started the activations with my units I care about. Like, I'll just, I'll be done with stuff. Or, well, it makes sense. Or like, oh, okay, we're trying to get to these objectives. All right, I'm going to throw a unit of my Fireforged in because they're a light unit. They're going to contest. You'll probably chew through them, but it's going to take you a while. And in that time, I'll get to objectives or I'll position myself well. <laughs> I'll, I'll start doing what I need to do. But for the time being, I will just, you know, essentially get in your way. And the list did very well at that. In that last game, there's almost nothing left at the end of the game. So it did get close, but his list worked as intended. Uh, but what we were doing for the event, we were doing essentially random prize support, mostly. We wanted to keep it friendly. And if you attach money to wins, it becomes less friendly. So we didn't do that. Um, there was like, it was $20 for the tournament. I think you got 20 bucks if you won. So we gave you your feedback. But we did have like um, a best painted, a best general, we gave out two $50 raffles. So we, we tried to keep it uh, for anyone. Um, for anyone who is somewhat local to Maplewood, on July 1st, we're having a friendly 40K tournament. Uh, the idea is none of us know the addition. It's probably going to go bad for people trying to remember rules and all. So, hey, come in, have fun, <laughs> learn it with the no, rest of um, us. I will also say that there is no, like, there is a first place prize. Yeah, there literally no your entry fee. That's going to be first place prize. You'll get your twenty dollars yep. back. And there's, there's, there's. Uh, I, I keep the word. I always forget. I want to keep general. calling it raffle. No, 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 no. Raffle uh, is fine. Raffle. I keep calling it rally, and I don't know why. That's a completely uh, different thing entirely. I know it exactly. I don't know why my mind keeps going that. Uh, no, but it's raffle. Um, and then it's best painted, best general. And best general uh, we do as most fun to play against. That's what we're doing yeah. for in terms of when we say best general. But yeah, um, it's the kind of thing of you you will get more money by not winning. So if, if that's your goal. But the idea is we're going to do that 20 bucks. You can play three games. You can learn rules and everyone's going to make mistakes. So who cares? On July 8th, the following Saturday, we're going to do the same idea for Shatterpoint. We're going to run a Shatterpoint essentially tournament. Um, I still have to talk yep. to Richard. Tomorrow we'll get it posted up. We'll probably do 10 bucks for that instead. But again, it's going to be the thing of, you know, the winner, whoever wins, quote unquote wins, will get their money back. But otherwise, it's going to be random prizes and stuff like that. Just a great way to get people out. And tournament style stuff is a great way to learn if it's in that friendly environment because everyone's in the same boat as you. Everyone doesn't know what they're doing. And, you know, you're not playing really for much. You're not going to get anything really out of it. Other than just having shown up, if you show up, you get as good odds as anyone else. So, are we going to set up another? Con are we going to set up another conquest tournament? That, yes, uh, I think he was saying uh, August he wanted to do. Nice. So we'll we'll look at our schedules, but we'll set one up. And again, we'll probably just do a friendly because that just it makes sense for us. Um, it, it's less for, okay. So maybe um, maybe it's because I come from so many thirty k. It's not friendly. It's not narrative. It's just 
event we, we call it just a narrative event yeah it, it, it's it's it, friendly implies you know no dicks allowed which very true please don't be a dick no but it's also the idea of like you know there is it yes you get a pri- about i don't think it's i think you get a little bit more if you get first i think you get like 30 or 40 for what i'm saying you do get a little bit above what you like you get like 10 or 20 dollars more for, than what, for you what i'm in, sorry for first place and what i don't think it like at these tournaments what so like the, and, ours? Yeah. No. So I don't think it's you literally get it, no, it's twenty dollars. It's twenty dollars. Oh, okay. Get, so you get your you get what you paid back. I was there at the tournament. I helped Rich sort this out. Yeah, you get what you paid back. That's what you okay. get if you win. Because we're doing it for friendly. So we're making it where it's better, you know, just to show up no matter how you do, or be nice. You know, the the prize for best general is more than winning. I remember it was a while back we had a Malifaux tournament. I came in last, <sighs> but I also got best painted, and I made out better than the person who won. Mm-hmm. You know, so we want to do something friendly. We don't want it to be cutthroat or crazy, especially for 40K, because it's still all up in the air of everything's going to be. Hey, uh, Dave. Yes. What do you think is better painted, my corn army or my custodians? Define better to me. Like Just, just overall look? Overall um, look, theme, style. I mean, the nameplates probably add style points, probably. <laughs> so, okay. So what I would say for that, I would probably go with the Custodes just because of a little bit of variety. Um, the corn, you know, is a little more monotone and it's understandable because it's, you know, corn, blood red, stuff like that. But there's a little more monotonicity to it where I think the Custodes just pop a little bit more in general because of their color choices. Mm-hmm. So I would say that. Although if Josh enters, uh, Josh won the painted. He's probably going to win it there as well. Yeah, Josh. Oh yeah, Josh always. Yes, I mean, he's a very good painter, so it absolutely makes sense that you know what he won. Forty. Wait, what forty k does he own? Uh doesn't he still have a salamanders? Not that I know. Of. He always did. Does They're still in the case. That's thirty k though, isn't yeah. it? Question mark. No, that's world eaters. Uh, I don't know. Doesn't he have tower? Does he sell those? No, he sold those. He sold those for a lot of money. I don't remember the number. I probably wouldn't even say if I remember, but I know he sold them for a lot. But yeah, no, he got out of town. But um, other game wise, actually, I had a game last night. Um, I am through War Gamers Guild, which is oh oh, I forget where it is forget where the the store is off the top of my head um it's a little bit further south in jersey actually look it up while i'm sitting here but they are doing (laughs) they're doing a conquest league so we're starting at 750 points a giant map um it's printed out in the store but it's a giant map we all found our little zones that we have um and oh we, we we claim our area on the map and then we're still expanding out so you every two weeks is another round during the round you get one free expansion hey you win a game you get another expansion um, having expansions gets you more points, so you play one game in two weeks that counts. Every other game, if you can play up to two more, can get you some bonus points for upgrades or some rerolls. So, like if you win another game, hey, you get a reroll, or oh, you get twenty extra points, but it can only be for an upgrade. Can't use it for units and little things like that. So that way, it keeps it fairly balanced. But there's a reason to play a little bit more. Um, you might get a little something extra, you know, but still trying to keep it very fun friendly. Um, where are uh just tell me where it is there it is yardville my apologies yardville new jersey 
A nice little store. It, it, it's so it's in like a little strip mall, but it's a nice little store. Um, so I went, I played seven fifty game. I found out that the Fallen Divinity with the R of Malice, uh, Canafors, and the Unicaritids is seven hundred fifty points. So I brought exactly that. I played against Weg. He had uh, Fireforged. He had uh, Tempered Sorcerer <laughs> with, I think, just Arcane Level 1 just for the extra die because he couldn't afford more. Um, what is the shooting dragon you guys have? Which one is that? It is the uh, Hellfire Drake. Okay, so he had a Hellfire Drake. Um, what else did he have? Was the Tempered Sorcerer on top of the Hellfire no. Drake or no? No, okay. it was in a unit. He was oh, in yeah, a unit of the Fire Forge. Arcane. He took Arcane, never mind. You can't take retinues when you're on the Hellforge anyway. Yes. Um, he had that, and he had a... Uh, I forget what the other units. Might have been Wardens or something like that. He had it with a... Um, I think it was with an Ardent in there. Um, all I know Probably is... Wardens. Yeah, I think it was Wardens then. Are they uh, Are they like like Defense 4 with Hardened and like Resolve 4 and stuff? No, those are Thanes. Okay, it must have been a unit of Thanes then. So we had that. Uh, the mission we had, it was three objectives. We played one of the first blood missions, just altered a little bit. So three objectives. Um, point for holding an objective, two points for holding more than one objective. No, sorry, two points for an objective, two more points for more than one objective, and like some bonuses for killing units. Um, at low points, though, we start out at higher tiers. Normally, we start out at tier one and have to get to higher. Every 250 or under, we start one higher tier. We are playing 750, so everything started tier two, which meant my Fallen Divinity was already better. My Keratids and Canifors were automatically getting their memories of old. So it was, um, it, it did quite well. He, I didn't realize at first, and I don't think he realized just how tanky the Fallen Divinity can be at that level. So she has uh, Tenacious or Tenacity. I forget which way they say Tenacious. It I love that rule. No, it's yeah. Tenacious. So what Tenacious does means every time you are attacked, auto pass one failed. Um, save. Well, I'll point out. With... I'll, pause, I'll point out that it's actually like every phase. So if you get charged and you fail a uh, 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 what's it called a uh, impact save, right? Pass it. And then when they strike you, you can also auto pass that as well. Because that's two separate phases or two separate attacks. Yes, anyway, it, it's every attack, whatever an attack yeah. may be, which meant when he was casting spells at me, when he was casting two spells. I can pass two of them automatically because they're separate spells. Yep. So um, between that and the fire force, so I got into them. They got a shooting attack off of me. I took like five or six wounds um, between that and the giant dragon. But then I got in. Um, I lucked out my canifores did a lot more to his. Um, did you say it was wardens? No, no, things. If, if their defense for resolve five with shields those yes. are things uh in my first swing with them on 15 attacks i killed like eight. Oh my god he and and i have cleave one but he has hardened one but he rolled that bad on all the stuff oh, yeah i killed god. like eight so i i took the objective when it should have been a tie because i killed like a stand and a half the next round took another stand down um he called it at like turn seven i was up in points i was up huge in points we also called it because at that point he had like a stand or two left and all my stuff was there. I'd, I'd lost one stand. So, um, but like I said, I don't know if the list, I brought the list. I did figure it would be pretty good, but I mostly brought it just because I wanted to actually use those things. 
because they are the freshest painted things I have. But that's been about it, me gaming wise and and that kind of stuff. I'll be playing some Shatterpoint tomorrow to learn the game, see whatever else. Like I said, depending on how the weather looks, we might be playing some stuff on Saturday. We're trying to. Debate. I mean, listen. Am I am I am I saying I hope your wife goes to the thing? Absolutely. Am I secretly hoping she does it so we could play? Also, absolutely. So if it was, <laughs> if it's the problem isn't the rain. So for anyone who doesn't know, my wife is a baker. She has a baking show that day. The biggest problem isn't the rain. They're supposed to call for a bit of rain. We don't want to be out in the rain. People don't necessarily show up as much, but maybe it's okay. The thing is, they're calling for thunderstorms. Like a, an hour or two after it starts. And it's in a field, and we'd be under a metal tent. We're like, if it's actually thunderstorms, if there's lightning, shouldn't be there. Like, that's so, so dangerous. But <laughs> the show was expensive as well, so she's debating exactly what she wants to do. Um, but we're going to do that tomorrow. So if we don't do that, then we'll record a 40 When does it thing. end? When does, I was going to say, when does it end? Uh, four, but it's like an hour away. We could always do something that night, potentially, as well. Yeah. But depending say. on energy level. But yeah. Otherwise, we can do that night. But we just have to say, the big thing is if she's going to do the show, we got to get baking. We just haven't yet because we realistically we don't, don't know, think yeah. it's going to happen. Wait, is this the color I need? Oh, they'll cancel. Wait, will they? Would they cancel the show? Okay, so it's no? rain or shine. But if there's thunderstorms, they're going to have to cancel. Do they can't they? do it then. Yes, they do have to. Um, what? It's safe. They literally wouldn't be allowed to have people out there. Here's the real do they offer yeah. refunds or I guess it'd be a refund? If they do that, they would. Actually what they said they do is they essentially give you for another show. Okay. Which is it's fine as well. Yeah, exactly, because it's expensive, so I it's like you might as well remember get If that was the color I was using for the gray, so I gotta let it dry. Yep, and that's why I write down my colors. That that right there is my yeah, biggest fear. I should have. It's either that this one, I think, is too dark. People make fun of me, but I actually have a diary somewhere over there of literally every color I use on every one of my armies. No, that's actually like a good the... idea. I think this one's too dark. Yeah, that looks like... Yeah, that's the edge color. Okay. Ooh, this is All the right. last Aqualon before I go back to a different color. Nice. Ah, the joy of custodies. Right. Um... <laughs> Has that? Have you played anything lately? I don't know if we covered anything like that. God, no. I know we've done I, some last week, so last week I was supposed to play in the Conquest tournament, and I'm still very. Oh yes, you haven't because um, Canada decided to try and kill you. Well, it was so on Monday. I was feeling somewhat sick. Right, Tuesday rolls around, and I'm like, oh, it's probably a small sinus infection, and I get really bad ones. So I usually take you know a little Sudafed. I break out a little inhaler, but never a nebulizer or anything because it, it usually goes away. But on Tuesday, the entire goddamn sky turned orange, uh, and the teachers in my building decided to open some windows. Some teachers. Hey, you want to let it um, in? Yeah, a, you know, you got to get all the uh, the harmful air in so you're inoculized against it. So my I went from sinus infection to full blown goddamn asthma attack slash sinus infection um within oh god within like a day by by tuesday night i wasn't breathing i actually had to buy a nebulizer for the first time in like 15 years thank god i still knew how to use it um and even right now like i sound probably still a little nasally and congested a little um, but my 
Um, but what's, and I'm talking a lot better now, right now too. Still coughing a little mucus, you can probably hear it. But the worst part is I actually can't hear anything. My ears, my sinuses and my ears are completely blocked. There's still pressure and pain in them. Um, give me a second. Yep, the painting diary is 100% necessary. Yep, Bradley, 100% is. Uh, I'll give, give you a good example. Give you a good example. My oldest army is Mechanicum, right? When I was when I restarted my painting my Mechanicum with the Myrmidons, I legitimately had to open the diary because I did not know the yellow of how I got that. I don't know if you look on my Instagram, you'll see like the yellow rust. I had no idea how to do that yellow rust anymore. So when I opened the diary, I was like, oh, shit, that's weird. That's how I did it. And it was um, actually I had it here. Hold on, because I was doing it recently. Is it here? Yeah, there it is. Oh, God. Uh, it was Uriel yellow? Uriel? Uriel. Uriel? Yeah. This one? Yeah. Uriel yellow with a brown wash. It had a whole like step-by-step procedure. So I was like, yeah, painting diary, a thousand percent necessary. For those who don't have it, I would suggest heavily to do it, especially if you're doing long-term projects. Like for example, the, I mean, the custodians are kind of easy to paint for me now. They're like, I memorize them, but like stuff like I always go back to the Mechanicum or Eldar, right? All of that. I need to remember how to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, let me see who else had a comment. I, there was another comment on here. I, I did it for my Titanicus stuff. I took pictures, but I need to do it for this as well, just so I remember. Especially now that I've branched out and I have a lot of colors for different things. Remembering not so much the color, but like whose of it did I use? Oh, I used uh, black. Oh, but I have like five different black yeah, paints. Yeah, which from black people. did you? Yeah. Yeah. You know, or like yep, something like right sounds, now for the base rims, I've been using rubber black. Um, but there's other shades of that. So that's the main one I use in AK. Yeah, you know, but 100%. the Tenebris Gray is pretty dark as well, but it's a little bit lighter. So like when I did Dooku here, his shoes are in the rubber black. This is the Tenebris Gray. There is a bit of a distinction. When I highlight it, there'll be more, but they're actually pretty close together. Mainly I've just been doing bases now because why not but oh yeah that makes sense yeah so you haven't actually played much of anything because you haven't been able to um shatterpoint is enticing yeah uh, those ewoks though wait are they wait there's no ewoks wait are there ewoks shatterpoint there will be oh, they're not God here yet but there will be um <sighs> i so for let, let's let's actually let's transit do you have any other games because then we'll transition to some news and stuff like that well, hold on. Uh, before I do that, uh, that's uh, this is a reasonable argument. I, uh, sorry, Chatterpoint is a dice. Canada sends its regards. Oh, Molly's in Canada. Hey, okay. Molly. Hi. Uh, a professional. I hate you from, <laughs> from me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Wait, a professional. Oh my God. What are you talking about? It's so weird. The chat <laughs> is literally thirty minutes delayed that I see on this. Yeah, he goes. He goes. Uh, Canada sends its regards. I'm like, screw. You, I can't breathe. Hey, oh, uh, South Park was right. Blame Canada. So to blame Canada. Let me see here. Uh, this is a reasonable argument. I try to keep recipes as simple as can. Yeah, it, it's so even like for example, uh, the custodians, right? That I'm doing right now. Super yeah. simple recipe. Really easy. It's I think it's only three colors. Uh, well, no, there's more because of the oils, but it, it boils down to only really three to four colors. But even just writing down like the the manufacturers, like I'm using P3 molten bronze i literally cannot find another bronze that looks like p3 unless i use tamia which smells of cancer um so like that's like it's not just sometimes even keeping simple because i use like it's i i don't think i've ever used army painter yet 
Because I've heard horrible things of army paint. Uh, their paints? Yeah. I've um, heard I've heard so They'll stuff. never sponsor us, so I'll say this. No, their paints, honestly, to me, are super low quality. Oh, low quality. Okay, good. Yes. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't... Listen, even if they sponsor us, I don't want to lie. Well, I, no, they know, wouldn't sponsor us as I say their paints are shit. Yeah. Um, no, I, I've heard horror stories of our banner. P3 is good. I love their metals. I love P3. I haven't... Uh, and I do like their, some of their bases, which are good. Um, GW is GW. You can't go wrong there. Try the AK metals. I really enjoy the AK metals. Oops, sorry. So, I All did try the AK metal. There we go. They're beautiful. They don't have the bronze I need. Oh, okay. <laughs> they have a beautiful. They do have a beautiful um gold. Scale has it. a nice line as well. I haven't tried the monument stuff yet. Scale seventy five. Yeah. Scale seventy five. I yep. use a I lot have, of. Their I've tried them as well. well. Yep. The other. Thing I think I the use... best metals. The best metals is the one I have a friend Luke who uses it. Um, and I always forget what the hell the name of the damn paint is. It's in a very small bottle, and you have to use like a specialized cleaner for your brush after you use it. Probably oil. Um, That's why. Yeah, I think it's an oil paint. And it's this thing. Like, he used it on it. I was helping him paint his Dark Eldar for a tournament. And it was literally, you apply it, and it's just beautiful. No, it's like, it's automatically beautiful. So, so best metals I use. Um, now, you have to be someone who's careful for this. So sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But actually what I use, I use the Vallejo Model Airline for my metals whenever I can. The problem I have with GW metals, GW metals are... Uh, like a thick paste. Now yes. you can thin them down appropriately, but I don't want to. So actually I use um, airbrush paints for actually a lot of my metal work. Um, it's a little thinner. So you do have to be a little careful. It doesn't work in all circumstances, but I find it goes on nice and smooth. I don't get any of the weird chunking that I do with GW paints. And they have a good amount of tones. And plus I use an airbrush as well, but I'll do this. I'll paint out of this. So this is here now. Cause when I use it, I paint it by hand. Yeah. Um, uh, let me see here. But writing down my Titan recipes makes sense. Yeah, no, Titan. Oh my God. If it's Titanicus, absolutely write it down. Yes. Lord Especially mine. It's, it's seven paints stippled and dry brushed and washed for every color. So the Titanicus I own, the Titanicus I own is actually the only army I have in the glass cases that I did not paint. Right? That was uh, Brett That's who true. painted those. That's yes. the only army I kept. And usually I keep, don't keep armies that I don't paint. This is the only army that I have not painted, but I still kept because I do like Titanicus. Um, and I do not want to ask what the recipe for that is. <laughs> it's, it looks like a lot of goddamn paints. Um, you should take a deep breath up here. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Although Canada is beautiful. So side note, yes. I have visited Canada. I visited Montreal uh, and I visited... Uh, where the hell Niagara is Falls. this? Niagara Falls, yeah, but it's not called Niagara Falls. I feel like every Canadian wants to throw like their Tim Hortons at me right now. Um, the hell is that area called? Is it called Niagara Falls? No. Yes. Did you actually go to the falls? Because if so, it's called yeah. Niagara Falls. Oh, I thought it had like, it was like, anyway. Montreal was beautiful, um, if not a little snotty. Sorry, Montrealians. Uh, and but honestly, there's, yeah, exactly. It was the French. Exactly. Um, did you do no, the obligatory because you can drink their younger trip? That's what I did. No, my I I went there and I figured out that my wife actually does speak French. Um, and <laughs> it was more of the no, nah, honey, I don't speak French. And then she goes to the security guard and goes like, uh, and I'm just like, what the hell? And she goes, oh yeah, she told us to go to this restaurant. I'm like, are you said you didn't speak French? And I'm like. And she goes, oh, just a little bit. I'm like, you had a whole full-blown conversation. 
But um, no, it was, Montreal was great. Montreal was, we went there when it was uh, and it snowed. It was beautiful. It was an Airbnb. Um, Dark Star Molten Metal. Dark Star Molten Metals. I've never. You heard of this? No, I don't know any of the Dark Star stuff. Honestly, Turbo Dork. I've heard. Turbo, Turbo Dork because I know I'm a, aware of. I just I don't know any place that has. Josh it. has been using their neon stuff. I want to say, and it looks yeah. fantastic. Um, Dark Star Molten. I'm gonna copy that. Uh, maybe maybe I know, that could be. Uh, Wargamers Guild is getting in two thin coats that line in like Dark a couple weeks apparently. So I want to grab a few of those and try those out. Molt, molten metals. Right, I'm gonna keep that. Oh, okay. See if, uh, okay. Thanks for the uh, the tip there. Honestly, that's a good tip. All right, so let's get into some news. Yeah. Let's go around. Yeah. This. Um, so, news-wise, obviously there's the new 40K. We'll get to the new 40K. Do not worry. We'll get to that. Um, for other things... Hey, go to other things first, essentially. Yeah, I'm just looking for where I had them. Uh, oh, that's why. It's probably in this, just on a different page. There we go. Um, I kept it nice and simple. So, for Age of Sigmar, they are doing a new General's Handbook. Um, what's nice, one thing I really like about the new General's Handbook, is that it's going to be for a year. Don't they? Wait, it's... They're not doing oh, six months anymore. It's for a year. Oh, thank Jesus. Oh, thank you, GW. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, it's in Frozen Andort, or Andor. Um, it's the 23-24 book, so it will be for a year. Focus this time is Wizards. So if you're a wizard, um, uh -oh. you are getting <laughs> options. Like one of your wizards who doesn't have a bunch of... Um, one can be an Andorian locust. He becomes a hero for it. He can get a, cast extra spells and things like that. They, of course, have a school of magic attached to it. This is like a, an ice plane. So a lot of it... Um, we've, we've seen some reports of at least some of the spells. Like one of them... Your caster leaks, doesn't yeah. move, but gains a ward save and a couple other things, um, slowing other units down, a variety of, of, of pieces. So from what we've seen, at least. That freaks me out as a corn player because we don't take wizards. Although we have a lot of anti-wizard shit, so actually, this should actually be fun. One of my favorites is uh, within range, I think it's 18 inches. If you roll a double, it's a, uh, a miscast. <laughs> yeah. It's quite fun to play. Um, I know, I mean, from I play Cruel Boys, so we're literally the worst faction. It's not going to matter what they do. We're probably still going to be bad. But they do have that. The fact that it's staying around for a year does make it just a lot better to me because I'll actually play it then. I wasn't playing the other one because it's not around long enough. Um, yeah, it changes every year you can work with. Less than that, really, honestly, really can't. So... Uh, not for the level that I was playing. If I was playing constantly, it would be fine. But if you're only going to put something out every, uh, you know, six months, and I'm not playing it as actively, then I feel like I just fall behind. Yeah, no, it makes sense. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. That my army is terrible. So, well, okay. So your army has been at the bottom of the rankings yeah. for since after Thondia, though. Yes. Yeah, because your army is really good at taking down monsters. And so when they had, was it Thondia? Yes. The monsters? Yeah, we were, yeah, we were pretty you, good there. The rest of the army was crap, but we could deal with the monsters. But if you brought anything else, uh, we struggled. But now it's not a monster game anymore. So oh, we I are monsters. greatly struggling. You, you'd love my list. Like, oh, you took all Bloodthirsters, Dan? Okay, death. Yes. <laughs> or like when people played all giants, if they pushed those giants forward, we're fine. We can crush a full team of giants. But if you play back, 
then we got to go to you. We kind of need to castle. There's reasons why we're not good, but essentially yeah. we're not very good, and that's kind of very well known. Shame. So that'll be coming out. Still, <clears throat> I'll try it out once it drops, but I'm not. I don't really care so much right now about AOS. I'm much more concerned about other games. So that um, the other big bit of news then is Shatterpoint. Shatterpoint just released last week. So for anyone who doesn't know, one, I did put a video of an unboxing. So if you're curious about the game, you can watch that. Um, I do share some of my initial thoughts about the game as well in that. But it is Skirmish Star Wars. As I say in there, think MCP, Marvel Crisis Protocol, in terms of like it's a skirmish game and stuff like that. But then it kind of deviates very quickly. In the game, you are always going to bring two teams. The team is three units. You'll have a main, a secondary, and a support. Supports are usually two models. So you're looking at eight models, uh, usually per side. Um, I'm I said, playing the game tomorrow for the first time, but everything so far, I really do like about it. The models have been some of the smoothest I've ever put together. Even compared to GW, they're going together amazingly well. So I'm really that's a good that that's aspect. that's actually a good compliment. Yep, the GW been, models are pretty much well known for that. Yes, um, I've been running my printer, my 3D FDM printer, almost 24/7. I'm currently printing up a non-IP infringing Ewok base. Their um, Imperial <laughs> terrain did it. They're going to put out terrain that's compatible with the core set um, in two days from the timing of this. So it should be Saturday. Uh, I'm going to swap over, grab that, and then just start printing that so I got some good full boards. They also have announced, so release-wise, they did the core box. Core box has enough for two store strike teams. Um, won't go through what each and every model is, but um, leader-wise, so you have Asajj Ventress and... Who? Uh, do you, what do you know of Star Wars, actually? Do you know anything? Uh... You know how people make fun of me on the Facebook chat when I yes. make fun of Star Wars and I don't know? That's usually not a joke. Okay, she... she, she like, I know I'm, Ahsoka. I, I know who Ahsoka uh, is. Uh, Ahsoka is in the box as well. Okay. Uh, Darth yeah, Maul that is the other main leader I know on him. the CIS side. So Asajj Ventress, someone who knows more could correct me, but essentially Asajj Ventress, she is uh, like Sith side, stuff like that evil you know, force user. Just to keep it nice and simple, I don't want to get into heavy details of where she. What comes does she look like? Like, that. is she from a show or something? Or yeah, uh, she was in the old canon, and then she was in Clone Wars as well. She is reasonably white skinned, bald. Um, carries <gasps> two sabers. Yes, yes, yes. I know you're yes, talking about that's yes. a Ventress. Okay. okay. So, uh, that's what you get on the essentially CIS side for leaders. The other side, you have. Um, is it you? Uh, oh, why am I blanking on everything now? Because now you don't know any of it. So now I'm like trying to think of other stuff as well. Ashoka, you have Ahsoka. Yeah, you, yeah, you do have Ahsoka, and Obi-Wan. then you have Anakin. Actually, yeah, he's the and, one. Oh, he's on the good side. Oh, I guess it's before yes. he turned. Yes, they in the future they have shown that they're doing a dual pack with Obi Wan versus Vader. Okay. So that will be a thing as well. That's going to come out. They've shown that they have a Mace Windu pack coming in the future. They're doing Padme. Essentially, they're doing a lot of the, for right now, uh, a lot of the original, um, 
newer trilogy. There's three of them. So saying original is like four, five, and six. One, two, three, I guess is yeah. the best way to put it. Movies one, two, three. They're doing a lot of Clone Wars era stuff, but in the future they will be doing more Rebellion. Okay. Uh, they have said that Ewoks will be a thing. They've shown them, but it's like, hey, they'll be in the future. Like We're not ready to tell you guys more about it yet. Thank Same God. thing with Han and stuff like that. Um, the uh, Mother Trazen is coming out. The Inquisitors. Oh, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, In- Grievous, Inquisitors, I know because of the, of the uh, video game. Yep. That one. I- um, oh, you, did you play uh, Jedi Fallen Order? Yes, yes. That's the yes. Okay. Um, you know the planet Dathomir that they go to and like yes. the friend you get? Yes. So you're essentially getting like that sort of squad. It's not that exact character, but that's what Mother Trazen is and stuff like that. Oh, ah, okay. His love interest. Perfect. Oh, yeah. spoilers. Spoilers. Sorry. Well, yes. Uh, you play the first game. It's clear. But <laughs> no, I think it's clear in the first game. Okay, Absolutely. good. It's clear enough. Okay, good. Yes, I think it's clear enough. I haven't okay, played good. the second. And I already know that's a thing. Okay, good, 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 um, good, good, good. I know Grievous, Pack got delayed. Essentially, in probably about another... I don't know when everything else is falling, but probably about another month, month and a half, we'll start getting a bunch more. Biggest thing, and I said it there, is I want to see when they do more missions or how often Asajj, we get missions. Ventress was the Padawan of Doku. Oh, Thank yes, you. then I definitely know. Thank yes, you. yes, I, yes, yes. I, I couldn't... Yes, now I know she is. Okay, now you figured it out. Thank you. That's I remember her from the show, yes. Okay. I know a good uh, amount about Star Wars, years. but... Oh no! See, I see that Bradley almost immediately when I look up. At least, uh, Dave is on a like thirty-minute timer from the chat. Yeah, I, have no I idea can't why. see. It. I don't know why. It's coming in, but it's coming in real late. So I, I tune in to see if like we're muted on the YouTube every now and then, just in case. We're only like twenty seconds behind on the YouTube, so it's just funny that's that that's normal. like. Yeah. Uh, well, well, you're just watching the chat is all for me. Yeah. But yeah, no, he's okay. I know exactly who she is. Then good. But the game, honestly, it does look really good. I printed out a bunch of stuff for it. I'm going to be playing it tomorrow. We got that event <coughs> where we're going to learn it. So I, I'm excited about this. All right. So like I said, there, I mean, there's plenty of releases, and I predicted this game to get very popular. Everything I've seen so far, it is, it's popular. Now, stupid question. Yes. Why do you think this is going to be more popular than... Um... <sighs> Shit, I forgot the name of the damn other game. Uh, Legion? Legion, yes. Um, a few reasons. One, small scale. Um, if you don't do a lot of wargaming, it is much easier to get into a skirmish game than a full army game. Two, okay. it is essentially more of just the hero models. There's a lot of people who don't want to, you know, either deal with or paint or work with, oh, here's, you know, eight of these guys, ten of these guys. Like, oh, no, you're just getting heroes. Um, you do have some rabble, but the rabble is in terms of support, and you only really have to ever paint two of them. Yeah, the B1s, you had to paint six, because there's three on a stand, but otherwise you're painting one or two of each of those models. Um, I do think the smaller scale of it, um, in terms of army size, helps. I think some people do absolutely like skirmish. So what, 40 mil scale, you said 40 before? mil. So it is what bigger. What the hell terrain? What the hell kind of terrain do you use for that? So I'm using legion scale terrain. Legion is 32 mil. So it's pretty appropriate. It's actually pretty close. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Actually, if you vamp for a moment, I'll be back in one second. All right. Tell them something about custodes. Uh, shoot. I don't know. Oh, no. I'm left alone. What do I talk about, guys? Um, 
Oh no, this is where I blink. Uh, skirmish games, easy to pick up, easy to paint, easy to get. Uh, okay, you can stop telling them about One or two games in on one night. No, no, I'm reading the comments. Oh yeah, he's, he, no, he's, he's basically agreeing with you. And I Good. agree, by the way, 100%, Bradley. Uh, I'll give you, like, for example, Battletech. Oh, even though Battletech, uh, Battletech is kind of... No, it's a, it's a simulator. But you only have, like, what, maybe four mechs at maximum in a game? Sure, you spend two to three hours on the game, so maybe you're only getting you know one or two games in the day, but it's you're only painting four mechs. Yeah. And you're taking care of four mechs. It's super easy. The only skirmish game I really ever played was Infinity. Um trying to think. Because I mean Warcry played, but that I already had figures for, so that doesn't really mm. count. Kill Team doesn't really count. It's a skirmish game, but it, you know, I already had 40k models for it. So I think the only real skirmish game I oh no, uh, um, um, shoot, you mentioned the game before. Malifo. Uh, Malifo. Yeah, I did you play Malifo, Malifo with us. Back yes, when Malifo was a thing. So Dan, if you actually look at look at the camera for a second, here's the difference in scale. These two guys. Oh, that's nothing other. at all. Okay. No, no, it's not. Okay. Like, so like doing their terrain is a tiny bit small, but it's not too bad. The, the only thing you have to be careful with. So Shatterpoint has a rule. Unlike 40k, you can't overhang a base. So if your model, if you have a walkway and your model, so this is the biggest base they get. If your model can't fit because the walkway is thin, you're not allowed to stand on it. Ah. So like right now for what I'm building, I'm just making sure that I have some walkways for some of these bigger models to fit through and some walkways where they can't. So um, this is a game that requires levels. It really should be that your objectives and stuff like that is on a variety of levels. That's the way they designed it. So mm, interesting. That, okay. That's the only thing to kind of like keep in mind about it. But ha, I have to. I, I agree. We games are the best games. Yep, absolutely. I like I said, small games. I, I do play thirty k, forty k, and I mean Titanic. This can be big scale too. But I do enjoy BattleTech, which is even though it's a combat simulator, it still is technically a skirmish. Um, it's a skirmish game, but it's just not a quick game. Skirmish, no, usually yeah. people coincide skirmish with short. I have not to come down true. to Jersey to introduce you guys to Shield Bash. I do not. I don't know what that is. I don't know that one. Is Shield Bash a game? Have you it, heard of it? No. If they have it on TTS, we can always do it there. I played Shield tons of stuff Bash. on TTS, but I've never heard of that one. So, it almost sounds like a, a football game, like a what you call it, a Blood Bowl. That's another game I played. That's, that's, I, that's technically a skirm. I, I don't like Blood Bowl. Like, can I take a wild guess why? Sure. The dice, uh, the, the fact that you drop like turnovers and stuff. No, I'm okay with that because it's Blood Bowl is unfair, but it is unfair to everyone. So I'm okay with that facet. The part I don't like about Blood Bowl is one it's very slow it takes forever to play the game uh, you can go a little faster if people kind of know what they're doing and stuff like that but even that it's just a very slow game i find in general and i just don't really find it that interesting i don't feel like you accomplish enough so like i don't mind the fact that i could fail at something at any point but i feel like even when everything goes well i don't feel like i've done much just for whatever reason i've, I've never liked it Huh, well, that's a valid point. Yeah. And th there's just plenty of other games. or uh, Sports games in general, I just don't like. 
because I, you know, oh, Chaos yeah. Ball, any of that kind of stuff I was never. Just got into Titanicus and I love it. Had my first full rule games on Tuesday. Yeah, Titanicus is by. So I don't know if you heard the podcast or like how, how close we're about. To, uh, my top three games of all time will always be Epic, BFG, and Titanicus are always tied at one place. And it, I know it, I can't, it's like, oh, choose one. I can't. They were all specialist games. All of them were excellent. All of them scratched a different itch and they were amazing. Um, period. Epic was epic. BFG just had that naval space combat that no one has ever been able to replicate. And uh, Titanicus is just big robots, honestly. Um, and you know, Titanicus is a wonderful game. It's you know, a Tor wonderful was, game. Is doing a Titanicus. Uh, I know. Event. So they were doing their Titanicus campaign on the day of the conquest tournament, and I made a decision to go to that. Uh, yeah. And then I. But died. they're, they're doing. Died. They're still doing stuff like every other week, though. For that. Yeah. Let me see here. Uh, Bradley, it's 20 millimeter scale Viking Muppets. Hmm. What? It's a little like Infinity, except it's got critical success failures. A spear levy mook can get lucky and gut a troll or accidentally leap himself across the battle with his own bow. What? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know that one because I know other games like Saga yeah, and stuff like that, but that one I'm not familiar I've never heard of that. No. Well, I mean, the last thing I need is another game. But <laughs> if it's online, I never mind looking at things. This also, I, I did buy a, some uh, guy, wherever it is, like that um, Battle Tanks for uh, uh, Hungarian World War II stuff yesterday. So. Yeah, for, Titanic a flame, is... for Flames of War. And you know what it is, too? And I think I've, we've talked about this. I've mentioned this multiple times. The reason Epic and Titanicus topped the list, and this isn't true with BFG, but still BFG is space game, so that's why it holds the number one spot. But they're alternate activations. The alternate activation games, yep. in my opinion, are just superior games. I period. 100% agree. They always are superior. Period. They're always will Done. Be over with. Um, it's why Conquest is so popular in my mind. Uh, and for me, it's more popular. It's why Titanicus is such a great game. It's why Epic was such a great game, even though I should say is, because I'll be like, but it's was, because it's no longer supported. Um... Alternate activation is is one of those things where, and e Infinity does it slightly, ish, where Infinity you have reactions. Does active, you know, when you're not yeah. active, so you do have to pay attention and stuff happens. So Infinity gets by just fine. And if it's not alternate activation, I prefer what BattleTech does, which is everything shoots at the same time. So yeah. it's kind of like I don't know if you ever played Eighth Edition Apocalypse, Dave, back in the day. Yes. Remember what the shooting phase? It was all done simultaneously. Yep. And then kills were done at the very end. Yeah. No, I remember all Which that. Which is how epic was. Yeah. So that that is another way I would do it. Uh, but there's just so much more in depth. It's 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 just, yeah, you have more. Oh, I actually, Bradley just said that. There's so much more in depth. Yeah, no, it's, 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 they just feel better. Your opponent is doing stuff than you're doing stuff. There's really not a lot of downtime. Um, yeah, just, it's just, it's just a better. There's really no way 40k can do that anymore. No. no the Kill system itself would buckle under the weight. People even try to one-page rules, and like it doesn't even work there. Yeah. I want to say Kill Team was alternate. I don't remember. Kill no, Team I is. I can't remember. Kill Team is? Yeah. All right. They usually... GW's always done their skirmish things as like alternating and kind of like doing what they should. Yeah, it's always, that's always been a thing. But... 
Alright. Um, I think that gets us through most of that piece. So maybe we'll move on to what we kind of called the main topic, although we're more just rambling a little bit and discussing thoughts. Um, which I have to say, I do... Um, I do really enjoy doing like the breakdowns and stuff like that, but it is nice at times to be able to actually just have a discussion. Yeah. But we want to talk some new 40K since that is the new hotness otherwise on the scene. And it is it's probably going to be for a bit. I'll agree. Right. So, so we've known for a super long time they're going to do this. Everyone knew it was the worst kept secret ever. Uh, I remember they did announce it when we did our other live that we did, and I was very surprised because I said two things wouldn't happen on the live, and they did both of them. <laughs> I was I was surprised how little they saved for themselves. I didn't think they'd want to do the Lion and or the new edition when it wasn't like their stream, like in terms of their event, but they did. Yeah, they did. So... Well, Teth released. Um, I uh, I will say I absolutely despise the drip feed information that they've been doing this week. <clears throat> it's been driving me actually absolutely up the wall. I, um, I hate drip feed information. Um, but that being said, let's talk about it. Um, the rules have, have been boasted. I mean, we could talk ad nauseum about the rules. Well, let, we will no, let's, start break the, let's start the discussion with the rules a little oh. bit. Okay, okay. That makes the most then. sense to start with. Because okay. otherwise, I mean, we don't know every faction, and we haven't played them yet, so we can give initial thoughts on some factions. But exactly. I want to start rules. So, so, I mean... Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. What are you going to say? And I, I was literally just going to ask, so, so far from what you've seen, what do you think of the rules? I we'll get into some of the differences as well. I absolutely love the rules. Now, there's going to be... I'm going to start with my, my con first. Okay. And then I'm going to move to my pros. The big con uh, that I saw with the rules, and it seemed like I was right, was I think two weeks ago, I was like, hmm, it seems like deadly wounds are going to be a problem if they stack up with like lethal hits or anything, right? This seems like it can be. And I was like, ah, but you know, they maybe thought about it in the armies. And then Death Watch came out and a couple of things, and I was like, oh crap, you know, Death Watch can, one squad can put out 90 mortal wounds. Now, for GW's now, this is where I get to the, for GW's um, benefit. They fix that immediately, yes, and that's the beauty with a digital rule set. Maybe they didn't realize it. you can literally just be like, "Oopsies, we didn't realize this. There, this was an interaction. Here's an updated rule set." So they reprinted the Death Watch rules and added that little uh, caveat in there of what it can and cannot interact with. Five seconds took them five seconds to fix it. it like, why they didn't do this in 9th edition, 8th edition, 7th edition, 6th edition is beyond. But you know what? We're in 10th edition. Digital rule set. They've moved on. I'm hoping they realize how... They're still going to do codexes, you know. Yeah, but I heard the codexes were all digital still. Not, you, they don't, they're not printing any of them? I don't believe that. No, they're, they're going to print them, but they're going to have a digital rule set. I guess the print has the fluff and the digital has just the rules. That's what um, I heard. I would like that to be true. So I don't. I'm hoping it's true. Maybe I miss. Maybe we all misunderstood. I mean, the fluff is good. I have no problem that they want to put out books for stuff like that. I don't want my rules ever locked behind it. Um, <coughs> so, biggest changes. Yeah. In the new edition. 
What do you feel? We can go through what some of the biggest changes are. I mean, the biggest change for me was uh, Battleshock. Yes. So what uh, is Battleshock? I, I'm going to have to pull up the rules for that one. Okay. So I can explain it without looking at the rules then. Oh, good. Then that one, yes. Yes. So Battleshock is when you have a unit below half strength or other cases, they have to take a Battleshock test. You roll two dice and you need to meet or beat your leadership score. So you're looking at average of seven, a lot of units have seven, some better, some worse. If you pass it, you're fine. If you fail though, a few things happen. One, your objective control goes to zero. Now, if you happen to play Dark Angels, it actually goes to one, but everyone else it goes to zero, so you can't hold objectives anymore. If you decide to fall back, you have to do an emergency, uh, what do you call it? Uh, sorry, Desperate Escape. Desperate Escape means that every model rolls a die on a one or two, destroyed. And you can't play stratagems on them. So battle shocking yeah. is huge. If you're actually battle shocked, you are reasonably crippled. So Let's see, Bradley Dunn, I would be generally shocked that they go full war machine, fluff book and digital rules. That'd be a huge departure from their business model. Yeah, I agree. It's what they said they were going to do, but also it's games workshop. Yeah. Step I one take is what they that. Step me. two is 3D printed models. They'll go all War Machine. <laughs> yeah. Plastic Thunderhawk. Uh, Molly, it would be ideal if I never bought a physical codex again. Oh, my God, please. I know. I would no. still, you know, here's the thing. I would still buy the codex because I actually, call me stupid, I actually like the pic. I just realized I'm talking with my hands and you can't see my hands. We, no, we can see it. I can see an arm. Well, an arm. Yeah, I was doing this. I'm just, I talk a lot with my hands and I, real, I realized this as I watched the camera. Yeah, you're not even Italian. Oh my God, Jesus. So anyway, um, yeah, no, if you, I would still buy the physical book only because I kind of am a geek and I kind of like the pictures and the story and the fluff. And there's something about a hardcover book, which is funny because I never actually bring it to the store. I no. actually buy, I buy the book and then use the uh, iBook copy on my iPad and bring that with me because it's easier. Um, but it'd be interesting if they actually, um, the transition, I would, it would really be interesting. But yeah, that's Battleshock. Battleshock is definitely a big, 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 big change from that. I would like to see them not worry about the books. Sell us on models. When someone comes in the store and they want to buy some stuff, I sell them on models. I'm, I'm not worried yeah. about selling them on books. If you want more of the fluff, hey, you got books over there. You can look it up. There's other spots to get that. But, like, let's get you some models. Let's get you playing a game. Yeah, so Battleshock is huge. Um, I'm looking at a different list of big things. Um command points the fact that you don't start with any yes you start with zero and then you get one every ba uh player battle round yeah every um, player turn every turn player player I, player turn yes. battle rounds the full thing got it i you know what's funny age of sigmar i think reverses that well no 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 age so here they call it rounds in age of sigmar yeah. there are battle rounds but it's the same okay thing. got it um and but the cool thing is with with command points is you could find ways to generate them so like for example eldar if you take bit. the if you take the um, huh? the Guardian Squad, which no one ever used to take, but now their job is to, if they're sitting on an objective, they just generate a CP for you, which is, that's awesome. Um, I know one of the Inquisitors, I think it's Kotiaz, which I don't own. I have to buy him. Kotiaz, if you use a command point, he, he generates command point on a two plus because he's got spies in your army, which is right. hilarious. Um but yeah, that's really cool. I do like the, the change to command points, which I'll take the next one. I, I like the ch change to stratagems. You now oh, have huge. So, so universal cool. stratagems. I think there's, I, I was printing out worse today, by the way. 
There's 11 Universal? Okay. Yeah. There's 11 Universal. And then uh, there are... Um, like six per faction. Yes, it's about six to seven per faction. But what's really cool, and I was explaining this to uh, another guy today, what's really, really cool is that right now, Index Hammer, right? We only have those six stratagems for that detachment, right? So for Necrons, they only have that one detachment for Index Hammer. When the yeah. Codex comes out, there's going to be four or five detachments. Now you might be saying, oh my God, each is going to have a strat, blah, 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 blah. But the stratagems are detachment locked. Yes. Meaning the moment you change your detachment, those strategies that you were using no longer exist. Or maybe they're shared. But they they transfer to another detachment. So if I know you're playing, I don't know, freaking, well, give me a Necron Dynasty. I'm trying to think of it. There's only one of it. No, no, they did it differently. We don't get the Dynasty uh, the same way. There's no, I know, but what is, it, what is your detachment called? I oh, say. why do you got to ask me such things? This didn't even, you, you printed it for me? Oh, Jesus um, give me a I'm second, just gonna man. you get like the Sotek detachment, whatever. It's something Egyptian no. sound and we're close enough. No, actually it's not. <laughs> no, it's much more general than that. Where the hell? Oh okay, here we go. Let me take a look. You What's can talk about what other stuff. No, nope, I'm looking at the wrong thing. <laughs> somewhere. The point I'm trying to make is those strategies are not detachment locked. Those enhancements are detachment locked. So you're not carrying around 30 freaking stratagems in your head. You're carrying around Six, plus the eleven in the in the in the uh, codex. Awakened Dynasty. Oh, there we go. See, you are the, so you are the Awakened Dynasty. Maybe when the codex comes out, you're gonna have the Awakened Dynasty, the Sotek Dynasty, the Flesh Eater Dynasty, whatever the hell they want to call it. And each one of those will have their special moments, but they're only gonna have six stratagems. For those who played Ninth Edition and played Demons, this is exactly how Demons played in Ninth Edition. When I had Corn and I played Mono Corn, right? I had access to four stratagems plus the six or seven stratagems that were general chaos. That was it. Um, that's I, I love that. God, I love that so much. That that to me makes it so much nicer and simpler yes. and easier to balance, in my opinion. Honestly, because oh, now, yeah, because now you have these six stratagems locked to a detachment. You don't have to worry about the other detachment. You don't have to run in other interactions with other detachments because they don't actually take that stratagem, right? Like if I like if custodians right now have a four plus save against mortal wounds, right? That's their detachment rule. Imagine if a new stratagem comes out with another detachment that says, "Oh, we get a, I don't know, freaking, we ignore rend, right, for one unit." Well, now someone will be like, "Oh my god, that stacks too hard with the four plus to ignore mortal," but it doesn't matter because that's a different detachment it has a different attachment rule. So that's it's just it's just cool. It's easier to balance. It's easier to teach, easy to learn. It, it's just easier. It's better for the game overall because having less stratagems is useful. It, it when you have thirty of them, were you going to realistically need all thirty? Never. No. But are you going to find that weird case where one of them that's never used becomes great? Or say I'm playing somewhere and I can't remember your one odd stratagem well hey guess what we played the only time it was ever useful and then hey, you got me i, yeah, I don't yay. like games that have gotcha moments i don't no, I want don't. especially in something like this i don't want there to be anything like that so a less stratagems is good for both sides and having a giant list that shared is helpful you get very few stratagem points so you're gonna have to really wait to use them anyway so you don't need as many you needed more <coughs> stratagems when you're getting like 30 points now what's really funny like though that. is 
slight yeah. complication with custodies. Our shield captains, our shield captains do something really weird where if you're attached to a squad, they can make a stratagem just cost completely free. Th- that's actually a common thing. There's quite a oh, few okay. people have stuff like that. Oh, yeah. they do it? Oh, okay. Um, it, so that's why like I'm laughing because it's a place. Like... like you might have a little more than others, but no, there, there's there's different characters and ways. I have several ways to count like something as free once a round or maybe once in a game oh, or God, stuff like God. that. It, it's no one yet. And it, this is a plus to me and maybe at first it won't sound like one. No one yet has something so bespoke that they're the only ones with it in any way whatsoever. Other than like your base, like faction rule. Yeah, exactly. Your faction. Rule. Yeah. But like, so they brought back USRs, universal special rules, which was much. That's the next thing. Yeah. That was the because, next thing. Cause you have the thing like feel no pain. Everyone called it feel no pain. There was no feel no pain last edition. That didn't exist. Oh, there was yeah. disgustingly resilient. There was all these different rules. You know, you weren't bespoke because of those rules because other people had it, but they changed it a little bit. They made it wonky. Well, now, no, your bespoke rule is like your main detachment rule. That's your bespoke stuff. Everything else, like, you got that thing. I probably got it somewhere. Maybe you have more of it. Maybe I'm really limited with what I have. But oh, if you can get some free zero point CP stuff, I can get a little bit. I have some ways to get that. Like, that's good because it unifies what sorts of things you see in the game, what sorts of things you want to learn, what kind of things you need to learn. And what your expectation would be. So yep. that means if I'm going into game, I'm like, ooh, I looked at your strategies. I know they're real good. Hey, what gives you is that what gives you freebies? I know to ask that question. We can have a more informed and intelligent game because I have ideas of things you could do because I do similar stuff. What would I do if I came to like tomorrow? My hope is to play someone in 40k. What I'm gonna ask is, you know, what's your what's your detachment rule? What's your army rule? And then, like I like said, if I'm worried about something like that, what give what gives you like you know free stratagem? Yeah. What gives you what gives <clears throat> you like ooh I don't want those mortal wounds. And what gives you le- um what is it lethal wounds? Is that the one? And that's what I was just gonna say. So yeah, let me let me back up a little bit. Kind of stuff. Let me back up real quick because you mentioned USRs. This is the next change yes. besides besides the big thing, universal special rules, and I absolutely love this. Um, I will say, I, I my prediction was correct with uh, lethal wounds and its interactability with certain things. But in my opinion, and I was talking about this with the 30K guys a little bit, um, my opinion, it's actually a very easy fix. Um, It's basically, uh, so the idea of lethal wounds, let me point out real quick. Lethal wounds is the idea on a roll of a six, you inflict that damage in mortal wounds. Mortal wounds and mortal saves are wound roll of a six. The problem is, this is where the problem comes in. Uh, it interacts with two separate rules. It interacts with, oh, let me lower my finger. It interacts with two special rules. It interacts with lethal. Lethal basically makes you wound on that amount. So if you're lethal infantry two plus, if you play heresy, this is very much like poison two plus or rad two plus, you, you inflict those wounds on a two plus. The problem with this lethal hits is not on a natural wound don't, of six. Don't bang the table. That's oh, the thing not to do. Talk with their hands, but uh, don't bang the table. Uh, it doesn't say natural wound of six. It just says wound of six. Technically, well, the, well no. What it says is a critical yeah. wound. That's Which, the ruling. Yeah. And a critical wound is on a natural six, unless you have a different rule. So if you have anti blank, it causes a critical wound. Real on wound, that exactly. That's the issue. Um, honestly, they just need to decouple that. That that's like the easiest, easiest thing to do, because there's two main problems. <clears throat> I have a lethal weapon that is also uh, uh, deadly, or sorry, that's also um, anti. And you have the Eldar problem. Uh, 
which I've talked ad nauseum with other people, but I'll kind of TLDR it here. Yes. The Eldar problem is essentially that they can have strands of fate, which is only just 12 dice at the end of the game. Whatever they roll, they can use that value of the dice for anything. That's only 12 dice, but they have ways to manipulate the dice and also gain more dice. So let's say I roll out of 12 dice, I only roll two sixes. If I have a two spirit seers and a farseer, I can make another uh, three, four, five, five dice sixes out of that pile, which is insane. Um, so honestly, decoupling from anti and then uh, the Eldar thing is super easy to fix, by the way. All you have to do with the Eldar thing is just say strands of fate, the die. You can only use one die in one unit per turn. That's it per player turn. Because what you can do, and what people have found out, is I can take, for example, my Wraith Guard, which is not even the worst case scenario, by the way. The D cannons are the worst, by the way. But you could take my Wraith Guard, right? And I could shoot 10 D cannons. And out of those 10 D cannons, uh, let's say seven will hit. So hit on threes. Give me a second here. Se seven will hit? Yes. So six? 6.5. Dave is laughing. Seven. It's okay. Seven. All right. Seven will hit. Six will wound, because they're most likely wounding on twos. Out of those six, I could take two of the twelve uh two of the twelve sixes that I rolled statistically, and then another four that I can change because of the far seer and spirits here. And make that literally what did I say, six, six times six, thirty-six mortal wounds. Yeah, that's a problem. Ignore line of sight, by the way. <laughs> Toss that in. Oh, that's the, the Wraith Guard don't ignore line of sight, the D cannons do. So yeah, it's 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 all you have to do, literally, the, the only words you have to put is strand of fate dice. You can only use one dice per player turn on a unit. Done. Hell, you could even make it a little more stronger. You could say one dice per phase. So you could use in the shooting, close combat, whatever. You know what I mean? You yeah. just say per phase. But the problem is, you, you know what you have? Uh, the Dweg problem. With the, uh, remember how we were talking about how like you could dump 12 dice to pass all your saves? Yep. That's essentially what that is. Yeah, it absolutely needs to be fixed. I do hope they fix it soon. I'm curious to see exactly how they fix it. What way do they do that? Because I want simple fixes, and I want fixes that will matter for other things as well, if other things become an issue. Like, don't fix this in some way that then when someone else gets a rule, it's not going to help them either. But Now, I will say the other problem... And this is more just people being stupid. And oh God, I'm sorry. And listen, I'm not calling you stupid if you believe this, but kind of honestly, please don't do this. Uh, the other problem is that last edition, we had a rule that says if something reduces you by one, right, the minimum damage is one. Yeah, so let's say right I, I missed it. Yeah, they don't have the rule in that rule book. So let's say, for example, you are Deathwing, right? Deathwing reduced damage by one. Oh, always. But they also have a stratagem that reduces damage by another one. So they can be minus two if they want. Does that mean if I shoot them with a heavy bolter, I do zero damage? Because technically... Yes, get wrecked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know what's... Here's what's odd, Dave. I don't know if you noticed this, too. Someone pointed this out. So Imperial Guard came out yesterday, right? Yes. I don't know if you noticed this. Ogrins, in their data sheet, Ogrins, have a very specific wording that says it cannot be reduced one. below one. Yep. yep. So people are like, wait, wait, wait. So can you be reduced to zero damage? And I'm really hoping that's not true because that is 
super I, dumb. I want to say it's the Carnifex. I forget which one, but I saw it originally on one of the uh, Tyranid groups because one of yep. theirs says the same, but it doesn't give a minimum. It's the it's the Tyranifex. It might be. I don't remember which one. I just remember there's one that has that. Yeah. So so I'm hoping that like GW addresses this. They will probably very quickly. And if they don't, I'm hoping people don't play it as minute. Like, listen. <laughs> there are a lot of one damage weapons in the game. Uh, there are a lot of two damage weapons in the game. Three less so, four less so, so on and so forth. But for Deathwing being minus two damage, that's that's a little um, that's a little much. <laughs> yes, I can't imagine that's the intention. That's absolutely nuts yeah. if that's the intention. But I, I, I'm going to say no. The fact they haven't fixed it yet. Not that it like worries me that they're not going to, but I just find it odd. Like, why haven't? Yeah, they it is that? odd because they fixed the mortal wound thing. But I think it's because the mortal wound thing did much more of a like a damage control. Like it, it was more like, oh, oh crap, people are really complaining about this. Yes, not many people are complaining about damage zero because I think most people are like, this is not how it's supposed to be written. They're they're more like internally fixing it. If that makes any sense. Yes, there's no assumption that GW got it right. We feel GW exactly. got it wrong, so we're just going to play what we think. Like the other one with Death Watch, it was clear as day, playing a site, this was 90 mortal wounds out of one squad. Versus this one where it's like, like no. Yeah. By the way, I'm onto the null oil. People ask how quickly I paid. I just painted six. How long have we been podcasting for? Uh, hour and 46 minutes. An hour and 46 minutes, six Aqualons almost done. They're on the null oil stage. Now, this is the long, this is what takes the longest, waiting for the null oil to dry. This is how I paint this quickly. Oh, Aubrey, uh, you guys are making me uh, want to, you guys are interested, making me interested in tent. Please stop. Uh, listen, okay. Aubrey. Here's the better question. Will, what what arm, do you have an army now? Because if you have, yeah, an, you army have now, an army now, you can get in to play for free. You don't have to spend anything yeah. on it. Spend zero dollars. If you don't. Then that's another thing. Although I say that, mm. but I, I'm getting uh, someone's marine half for cheap. Oh, there we go. Well, what I it so is the reason I'm doing that, I looked and I said, okay, let me take a look. How much 30K stuff can I use here? Because as I told the 30K group, I'm gonna, I'll do Dark Angels, and I'm just going to say they're wearing throwback jerseys. And I'm going to paint them all black. Yeah. But looking at it, there's quite a bit. I got a bunch of normal marines. They do have contemptors still. That Not all contemptors are relic, or they call it relic or whatever. No, I think you like only get the legacy. options of... What, you uh, option, assault cannon and, and multi-melted multi yeah, is the one i take anyway so oh, I, we have those i got a couple of those guys i have cataphracty um i have other units that can stand in as things that look pretty similar i do have a 3d printer now so i can print off like some spare weird guns to kind of fit some stuff so um i was like you know what yeah let me let me pick these guys up they're, they're i'm getting them cheap that'll give me something different also, especially this way, if we start recording stuff, some battle reports for it, I got some different things to work with. Ironically, I have three armies for 40k. Eldar, Custodes, and Demons. So I could I can absolutely vary it up on that one. Yeah, I couldn't. So I was like, you know what? If I do this, this lets me vary it up. That's a good thing. Look at this guy. All painted by me. Yay. <laughs> the only ones I kept. Uh, but yeah, no. T listen, Aubrey, I will... You, listen, I will shit on GW... Whenever no, I can. Not too much, because sooner or later we're gonna. No, they, no, no, but no, I will. No, no, I will shit on them when they need to be, right? When they do stupid things, 
this is not one of those cases. 10th edition, from what I've seen, is a real big win uh, yes. in terms of army, in terms of in terms of just gameplay. We haven't seen the missions yet, um, but from what uh, I've seen uh, from the no, we we've seen them. If you look no. at that, the the thing they put missions out get released tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, you can see a bunch of the missions. The missions are no. fine. From what I no seen. mission packs are released tomorrow. Yeah, but um, I, I've seen like store copies of the uh, missions. Oh packs. yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the store copies yet. That's why. But they get released tomorrow. Like the actual different mission packs get released tomorrow. So like honestly, like I said, I, I will shit on GW when they need to be shit on. This is definitely not one of those times. I think they actually this is a major W for GW. In, uh and I'm very surprised. Index forty K is always a good thing. The question yeah. is what's gonna happen when it goes out of index. Now, I, I this goes back to I think it was Bradley who said this, or or Molly. If they keep this, like let's say they release a codex and it's just extra detachments and um because they'll, they'll do it. They said they're going to do more detachments and stuff, right? So it's more yes. detachments, but it's, 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 it can be bought digitally. It's, that's it, right? Then, listen, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. If they start, the problem though, here's the problem. The problem with that is that then you're releasing codexes as time goes on. And the codexes that are released earlier tend to basically be weaker yes. than the codexes released later, right? Absolutely. So maybe they learned their lesson? Question it's, mark? Or? It's a really big wait and see. And that's my only real concern about the edition is that we don't know what's going to happen when they release more stuff. So like, I know yeah. Necrons are one of the first codexes mm, that they've shown. Is that. it? Yes. I know Custodes is. That's why I was. I was yeah, like, no, oh, ne Necrons are even earlier. They're like the second codex. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like Space Marines. It's like Necrons. Because um, remember, they were the first ones in the previous edition, so they're like the oldest overall. But if the gains are minimal, I'm happy. I don't want there to be much change. My concern is, oh, maybe there won't be much change this codex or that one. Ooh, yeah, maybe someone else gets a little more. Maybe you know when. Um, it was said actually really good yesterday with uh, a story I was hanging out with. He said, you know, they had a meeting about toning things down, but how many of them listened? It's like, oh, the guy who did the uh, Death Guard, he listened. Then he walked out of the room and everyone else realized that they didn't hear what was said. You know, mm. so it's like, are they going to keep it where you only gain a little bit? What I would love to see, you know, hey, your codex dropped. You got a new unit or two. We gave you a couple new detachments. They're fine nothing too great ah you're you're on your way if they just do that the game will be great it doesn't need more doesn't need more but they they tend not to do that there tends to be more yeah and i don't want more i, I want simple keep it simple and i'll be happy um other other big addition changes uh flyers the fact that, that flyers was after big... they move now is huge. So here's another thing that I didn't know about flyers. You mm -hmm. it no longer ignores vertical distance. Yeah, no, it doesn't. That's massive. Yes. That's that's huge because like my uh, custodies bikes, you know, they moved well now they only move twelve inches, but before they used to move what 14, 16 inches, and it was like zoom around the board over buildings. Now, haha, those yeah. buildings actually. Uh, Although it doesn't make sense for me 
that like you hover fly, like, rather than fly. Yeah. That's but yeah, nice. no, that that's interesting. Yeah, that one's interesting. Um the fact that you can walk over stuff, but um vehicles and monsters can't walk over other vehicles and monsters. Otherwise, like, hey, that vehicle's rich, go over it. Yeah. You don't have to go around anymore. Can't go over enemies and all. Um one spot that I think is weird that I'm waiting for them to change. When you're in close combat and you pile yeah. in or you consolidate, yeah. you consolidate to the closest uh enemy models. Or okay. enemy unit, however they word it. Not too concerned about that particular wording for the moment. But there's nothing that prevents you from consolidating into someone who wasn't in combat before. You've always been able to do that. Yeah, that's that just seems uh, yeah, but before there that was, was also actually, rules about when you did that, who could strike at them, or if you could or not. Like you yeah, weren't allowed yeah. so, to. So no, no, that was the old edition where, like, let's say you were. I, I piloted. I thought ninth, combat. you could consolidate into someone, but you can't swing at them, but they can swing at you. Yes, that's what it is. There's no rule like that. No, you, I think in this. If you're engaged, you can swing it. at someone. And if you pull no, them but in, the consolidate happens. Yeah, but the consolidate happens after you swing. Right. Mm. So like you, you pile in swing they swing on you or sorry that's a pile in versus consolidate yeah pile that you pile in right oh swing me look it up i got on my phone yeah you pile in swing then you consolidate and in your consolidate if you tap another squad they're now in combat you can't swing on them because you already swung right maybe that's the way it always was and that it always was oh pile yeah maybe i'm going crazy Check it. Um, let me see for pile in. But you did not uh, declare them as a target, so I don't think you can. Oh no! When you pile in, when you pile in, you can move each model yep. in the unit that's not already in base contact with an, with an enemy model up to three inches. That's the pile in move. You have to do it, so on and so forth. It must move closer to the closest enemy model. You can yep. also end that move in base to base contact with one or more enemy models. Then it must do so. So that's the pile in. You can do that. Then you make melee attacks. So now check charge and melee. Check to see if you only can melee against a unit that you have declared a charge no. against. Uh, make melee attacks. When a unit makes melee attacks before resolving those, a model may fight if it's engagement range of an enemy model. Oh. Yeah. So currently, now, now they, they could mean a little different anything like that, but currently the way it looks is you can, like, let's say you got, like, a thin lane. I'll charge these guys. These guys are closer. I'll consolidate into them and then swing at them or by positioning. You do have to move closest. So um, it would be tough to engineer it in such a way that like helps you a lot. But it is little weird changes like that that they've done to this edition that people are going to have to pay attention to that seemingly for the moment works different. Yeah, that that's a, yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Keywords I'm really liking. I'm looking for some that kind of spits out some of the big differences. Uh, characters and units is such a oh yes thing. that's such oh my god thank you gw please thank you it's okay so this i can talk ad nauseum about i won't because i won't bore people here but i hated with a passion and i hated in sigmar too the idea of a leader just standing next to a squad and not he's, actually he's hanging out with his bros that's all yeah i hated it because one it doesn't make sense like fluff wise right but on top of that it led to some serious stupid bullshittery like um bodyguard right yes like bodyguard and then behind ruins and that whole nonsense 
right? It, it just, it doesn't, like, oh, he's close enough. It counts as a unit, but he's not really part of the unit. It's his own body. No. It is dumb. And I hate it in Sigmar. I despise it in Sigmar, and I hate it in 40K. It's annoying. It was stupid. No. Now, <laughs> not only can they join units, now they buff the units they join. Like, they'll say, oh, if the, you know, the unit that they join uh, and them get... I don't know, like for custodians, they get sustained hits or some nonsense, right? Yes. So it's like, they not only like buff like them, they buff the unit that they join as well, which is just, that's so cool, you know? So like, for example, Trajan, when he joins, or or, uh, sorry, Valerian, when he joins, he actually reduces the incoming rend by one to that unit. That's awesome. Because they're basically his bodyguard, and he's like an artificer. So he like artificers their armor, essentially, to be better. That's, that's, that's cool. That, to me, is awesome. That's fluffy. It makes sense. He's in the unit. <sighs> Beauty. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I do like that they're in there. there. You still have some characters who are separate, but, you know, they have lone operator rules. Yeah, lone operator, shot, like, yeah. Th- they did that very well. I do like the options that they did there. I do like the way they put all that together. So I'm 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 happy overall I'm pretty much happy with everything I've seen base rules wise. I don't really have any problems with the sorts of things that have come out. We'll see as time goes. My biggest concern is always what's gonna happen in time, but for the moment yeah. I like what I see. Um all right, we have some factions, so we can discuss a little bit of some some of our faction rules, obviously, yeah. and things we've seen. We are going to want to do a full sort of discussion once we have it. Once once we've gotten some games in and I've the read more of it. Also have, points. Also points, that's the biggest thing. Like, we can talk about base ideas, but I don't <laughs> want to talk about, like, say, Aster Militarum, who I don't know that great, especially when I don't see their points, and I want to kind of, like, really look them through first. But we do want to discuss other factions. Um, we won't be Wait, not on. GW 30k for a while, never, but we will be talking some other stuff too. Because GW has never launched the product; they couldn't overcomplicate. But there's always time for a first. So far, AT has been free of the rule. Yep, very true. AT it, has let's been keep free in mind, though. AT is free some of that because it's like a third-party specialist game. You know, yeah. you know, step cousins hang out in the corner. It also <laughs> hasn't gotten a lot of releases lately, other than some guns. So there's a little bit of a reason there why you haven't seen other stuff. But I agree. I am. They, I'm hoping they don't overcomplicate fingers crossed, please. GW, please. Uh, I know the cameras don't show up great for this painting. We'll do some other ones in the future, but if anyone's ever trying to paint white, easy way to paint, uh, like beards and stuff like that, put blue in it. Usually if you actually take a look, there's usually a bit of blue or off color. So that's usually a good way to get a good contrast color to beards and, and white hair. Well, I was just going to say, or what you do is you paint white and you use contrast uh, apothecary white, which, funny enough, has gray and blue in it. Yes. Which is hilarious. <laughs> That's why I did a lot of my dweg beards very quickly. Yeah. You paint it white. Uh, I, I actually did put a, no, I didn't even put no oil. I just put apothecary white in there. And apothecary white is like a weird grayish blue. Yep. And it's perfect. It looks beautiful. You use a lot, you use a lot more uh, contrast than I do. I use some, depending on the thing. But it depends even on the if model. I do, like, I do a lot more on top of that, or I'll use contrast as a piece. Like I use um, <sighs> the way I get a lot of my metal effects. If I'm looking for like a bronze, I'll put down a much lighter metal, and then I'll go over with a fire slayer, um, flesh or whatever it is. I'll use that. 
That's actually how I do certain metal paints. Warner Cousin Consortium. <laughs> so, uh, to be fair, although New Guns is one of those areas where 100% they could have broken the power curve wide open, and they didn't. That is true. They absolutely could have wanted to sell more. What's the newest gun? Uh, conversion Beamers? No. Was it Conversion Beamer? For what? For Titanicus. Uh, yes, Conversion Beamers were the yeah. newest one. So they absolutely could have broken open the power curve and made everything broken all of a sudden. But they didn't. So, you know what? Props to them. And by the way, Molly Bradley, since you came in a little bit later, is going to say, enjoy this this uh, arch demon that will be coming later on <laughs> for my uh, for my demon army. It's, it's so hard to get a picture of because the angle well, of this camera is... Yes. Well, so, right. there it is. There. All right. So, pick one is of your my... armies. Tell me about that. Uh, you know, I'll, do, I'll, do, I'll do demons. Basics. I'll do demons first. All I'll right. do demons. That's fitting. Uh, so demons, demons, um, demons are awesome. Let me pull up. I will pull up their thing very quickly, uh, which I should have done before. But actually, if, yeah. if you want to show something in particular, let me know. I can pull it up as well. Is it downloads? Is it under downloads? Down- or? Uh, I think so. I preloaded. Warm forty thousand. Uh, nope. <laughs> nope. How about just, downloads? Just look up like. Uh, rules. I have to look up the article. No, that's fine. It's fine. I looked up rules and found them all. So give me a second. Let me let me. I just gotta scroll for a little bit. Uh, free Imperium cards. There we go. Free uh, Xenos cards. There we go. And then I just need let the galaxy burn. Perfect. Yeah, that's what I did. Yep. So let's let's go scroll down demons. So demons are super awesome. So demons, their special snowflake rule um, is one: they get demonic packs, so they can actually ally with chaos depending on the size of the game. I'm not going to care about that. I'm not going to talk about it because I don't ally. But it is cool. You can have like two fifty points, five hundred something, whatever. Who cares? <clears throat> the big thing is shadow of the chaos or shadow of chaos. So basically. What happens is there's these uh, zones called Shadows of Chaos that do certain things. Uh, your deployment zone is always a Shadow of Chaos. If you control at least half of the objective markers within No Man's Land, until the end of your phase, uh, that, that area becomes Shadow of Chaos. And then if you can control half of the objectives in your opponent's deployment zone, it becomes Shadows of Chaos. All right? So basically, yours is always a Shadow of Chaos, and then you have to control half the objectives in No Man's Land, for that to be Shadows of Chaos and your opponent's zone for Shadows of Chaos. So what does this do? Well, first of all, if your army takes Battle Shock within Shadows of Chaos, you add one to that test, right? And if it's passed, you just regain D3 lost wounds or D3 destroyed models. That is, that's pretty big. That's, now it has to be a battle line unit for the destroyed models. So you're not okay, getting good. D3 Blood Crushers back. Get out of here with your nonsense. Good. But that is that is really, really good. Uh, that is a consistent D3 back. Because, I mean, in your deployment zone, in the mid-board, hopefully you're winning. So that's D3 back there, or D3 wounds. On top of that, when the enemy is within your Shadows of Chaos, and they take a Battle Shock test, you subtract one from the test. And if they fail, D3 Mortal Wounds. Don't bang that table. D three mortal wounds. D three mortal wounds. So that that's that's pretty big. Um, they also have warp rifts as their final uh, rule, 
where basically if you can if you're setting up deep strike you can set up wholly within shadows of chaos set up anywhere within the shadows of chaos more than six inches horizontally and nine uh instead of nine inches so you can actually set up six inches away from someone if you want in shadows of chaos which is big because <laughs> you could still charge yes uh other than that they have some really cool stratagems they can make a sticky objective which just means if uh you can hold the objective uh, and then it stays yours until someone takes it. What's cool is this is done in the movement phase. So that's awesome. You can move on to it. Oh, no, sorry. It's the start of the command phase. Apologies. Stody's one is in the movement phase. Uh, you can improve the um, uh, armor penetration by one. Uh, and if it's battle shock, you can reroll the wound roll, which is great. You can um, warp surge. You can advance and charge, which is amazing. You can... Uh, oh, <laughs> for one CP, uh, you can't charge when you do this, but you could set up three inches away from someone, which is hilarious. I mean, you're uh, putting you're putting a time limit on them then, because like I'm right yeah. here, you're gonna have deal to deal with me. with me, and if you can't, you know what I do. Um, you can uh, take your unit, two units, up two units, and put them in a, into deep strike in the middle of the game. Uh, they have to be in your shadows of chaos, and they can't be in engagement range, but that's pretty cool. And during the shooting phase. Uh, I can reroll saving souls are one. Okay. So pretty cool stratagems all around the board. Their enhancements are completely demon locked. So I'm only going to, I'll talk about all of them, but you don't corn, have to go through it in, in crazy detail. Yeah, okay. detail you but can go more uh, overall ideas. Yeah. But corn and Nurgle are my favorite so far. Nurgle being a four plus feel no pain. So just put that on fatty and laugh. <laughs> That's pretty much. And Cord is pretty damn good. Cord is you get one attack, one extra strength. But if you're in Shadows of Chaos, two extra attacks, two extra strength. Um, other than that, there's some really cool units. So like Scarbrand, obviously Scarbrand. You can kind of ignore him a little bit. Uh, Bloodthirsters are Bloodthirsters. They do damage. What I'm really excited about is someone like Skulltaker. Skulltaker is a really cool model. He's the one with like the skulls all over his cloak. Um... I don't know if people actually like know who I'm talking about. Um, but essentially it's um he's got like he goes over his cloak, but it's really cool because one, he's a monster now. Six attacks, hits on two, strength six, AP two, damage three. Now, mind you, if you give him the relic, now he's eight attacks, strength eight. Ooh. What what page is he? Uh on the demons, he's page eleven. Okay. That's pretty fast then. Um, four been vulnerable, five wounds. He's a pretty, he's a pretty killy character. But if he leads someone, he gives them devastating wounds. And if he kills a character, you can gain a CP. That's his whole point. So that's a, again, really cool unit. Um, another unit that got a huge glow up though, and I don't own the model. So one kind of demon model I don't own is the Rendmaster on a Blood Throne. He is insane. His name is Rendmaster. Yeah, he's the Rendmaster. That's a terrible name. Uh, yeah, it is. That's a stupid name, and I don't like it. 
but look at his uh, look at his blood throne ability though. Blood throne at the start of the fight phase, you select an enemy unit within 18 inches visible to the model. At the end of that phase, any time a friendly corn legion demonic unit makes a target uh, attack against that unit, what I say about you that increase. Table? Yeah, sorry. You improve the strength, armor, pen, and damage by one. So if you look at blood letters, which are page 21. That means they go strength 5, AP 2, damage 2, to strength 6, AP 3, damage 3. And if they're, led by, if they're led by Skull Taker, they get, devast- they get uh, deadly wounds. So they roll a 6 on the wound, that's 3 mortal wounds. Yeah. Bloodletters actually work now. I'm so happy. Now they're 5 up and vulnerable with 1 wound. So they will crumple like a like toughness four, five up and vulnerable, uh, one wound. They will crumple. But if they get into combat, they're gonna they're gonna hurt. There's nothing wrong with something crumpling. Like they're yeah. they're still a battle line unit, they're like regular guys. They they no, no, I know. Be this is be destroyed. But I like that. Yeah, no, they they're very weak. They're very glass cannon, and I love it. Um, but those are kind of like my units. I the bloodthirsters, of course, are bloodthirsters. Uh, Scarbrand, although I will point out, I will point out two things about the Scarbrand and the Bloodthirster. First of all, Scarbrand actually is Scarbrand now. Thank you. So one thing I hated back in ninth edition was that when Scarbrand got wounded, his attacks went up, but his hit value went down. So by the time he was the lowest bracket, he was hitting you on fours, but had like four extra attacks. So statistically, mathematically, it did absolutely nothing. You could just spike more attacks if you could. Now... He hits you at all times on a two up. And when he's got one to seven wounds yet left, he just gets two extra attacks. He gets angrier. Perfect. Just yeah. literally. They, they feel fitting for what they are. Yeah. They should be. And the Bloodthirster, I'm most excited about. So the big problem with the Bloodthirster, again, was the last edition, he went two up, three up, four up, right? When he got bracketed. Now. He hits on a two, and when he has one to six wounds, he hits on threes, right? But if you read his Demon Lord of Corn Aura, while the friendly Corn Legion demonic unit is within six inches of this model, add one to the hit roll. So essentially, he is always hitting on twos. Unless you have a minus as well, by the way. Then he's hitting on threes. Yeah, I mean, that's always the thing. There's always a chance. But he's always, he's always hitting on twos and threes. Never hitting on fours. Because remember, you can't stack minuses. No. So that's, to me, excellent. Um, Man, I might just... Re- oh, maybe I should have painted demons instead. <laughs> we have time left on this on this podcast. I'll break out the demons. Because now I'm just waiting for the null oil to... Uh, I'm waiting for the null oil to dry. Which is the longest part of painting custodies move these guys over here um yeah but overall like they made corn feel like corn honestly just thank god honestly at this point corn has had a rough 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 time um even the dogs are good for christ's sake now it depends on points depends on points for the dogs uh, cause blood crushers are pretty cool. Blood crushers are excellent, by the way. They gave <laughs> last edition, Dave, blood crushers. Yep. Um, they're on page 23, by the way. 
Last edition. I was trying to for, that for two CP. Are you ready for this? No. For two CP, if they made a charge, you roll a dice. On a four up, they did D3 wounds. For two CP. That's... But remember, last edition, you also got a lot more CP. That was a thing. No, but that, no, no, that, well, that, uh, that was, it was just, now, each time the unit ends a charge move, select one enemy within engine range, for each model in this unit, the Blood Crusher unit, four plus is D3 mortal wounds. It's just baked in. So I a, if I have a five model Blood Crusher unit, uh, I get to roll five dice on a four up, it's D3 mortal wounds. Perfect. Yeah. Easy. Done. I mean, for a lot of spots, they baked in things that you might have used yep. to spend something on before because they need to do something like that. Yeah. Like you said, they're giving you less in general. You know, you have no flesh TV, hounds. So. Flesh hounds are great. They still retain their flamer breath, which is hilarious. Um, for zero CP, they can do a heroic intervention, which is hilarious. They pounce on you. They go bark. They go bark, bark. Um, Skull cannon. Skull you cannon don't have to is go interesting. Every unit, because we're going to do that later. I know. I know. Stuff. I'm only doing the core in anyway, because that's all I care about. Skull cannon is right. interesting. This will be the last one, because okay. I'm not going to talk about the terrain piece, because the terrain piece is stupid. Unless it's free. <laughs> unless, unless it's free, then okay. Skull cannon is weird, because I thought the skull cannon would be like our anti tank. It's. I don't. I don't know how to place it. So it's on page 27. Is D6 plus two. Three threes to hit, strength nine, AP one, two damage each. It's just that like a solid good. Yeah, it's just like a solid gun. It's not anti-tank. Well, that's the like, problem. So strength nine is nice. It'll uh, blast as well. So let's keep in mind it is blast. Oh, that is that's right. I didn't even notice the blast. Yeah, okay. that's yes. and blast now for what? It's one extra hit for or one extra shot yes, for every five models. One extra shot for every five, yep. So to me, that is a heavier infantry gun. It's not vehicle, because Strength 9 is not going to hurt vehicles well. Because a lot of the vehicles are 10s, 11s, 12s. But you are doing well against mid to heavier infantry. And with Blast, that's how you get the extra shot. So to me, that's what that yeah. gun's designed to do. And, two, oh God, and let me, 2 damage as well. That's more for mid let, let me catch up on comments. Can we say, yeah, hold on. Okay. Yeah, Gravity Corrosion Beamer could have been straight replacements for Quake and Volcano. And thankfully, they weren't. Yeah, they weren't. They were, they're their own thing. Uh, contrast is good for faces and texture and stuff. Yep, my entire Korn army is straight contrast. And so are my ogres. That was my first army that I contrasted. That Actually, that was the whole point of them. They were supposed to uh, be that test army for contrast. And then I got better with contrast, and that's why my demons look so good. Uh, Big Daddy Satan. <laughs> I can't wait to, I do, I can't wait to put them on the, on the I hope Arch Demons didn't disappear from Heresy. That would make me super, super goddamn sad. Uh, reminds me of Heresy Miniature Demon Lord. Yeah. If I do a second army, it'll be demons just so I can play as many systems as possible. Yep, Molly. That's why I play demons. Yeah. If, <laughs> I literally play you, demons. Read for... out comments. Read them out so everyone hears them. Oh, yeah. You, you kind yeah, of read I, it so fast, was... kind of like almost uh, whispering them. Uh, apologies. So, yeah, no, Molly says, uh, I want to play demons. I can play as many uh, systems as possible. Absolutely. That's why I started demons. Sigmar, Heresy, and uh, 40K. Absolutely uh, 1000%. Paint water. So he's going to have to hang out over there. <laughs> I haven't that's started painting it, too. but it just fell into the paint water, so it's going to wait a while. That's a future problem. Too many pro. Okay, so Molly, I hate to do this to you. You say it's a future problem, but um, did he just fall in the paint water again? Oh no, no. I'm, oh, that's right. The video is twenty seconds yes. earlier. Oh, uh, that's so I funny. Only one. Shame on me. Yeah. Oh, so um, shame on you. Uh, you say it's a future problem. 
I would suggest, if you want, look at Facebook Marketplace. For some odd reason, people will sell entire lots of demons on Facebook Marketplace for exceptionally cheap. People I got just stuff in general for cheap. Well, true, but I got 120 blood letters for, I think it was 80 bucks. Now, mind you, I also then had to paint 120 blood letters, which was, um, it was a task on and of itself. Um, but no, you just, I would suggest just, just browse eBay on Facebook Marketplace Molly, because for some odd reason, people get rid of demons all the time. And I would do it now because people don't realize how cool demons are. So just like, you know, let me see, Bradley Dunn. God, I need to get back to working on Heavily Possessed Titans. Yeah, we. I, listen, I haven't painted in a while, so I ain't even going to like laugh at you at this point. Um, I'm waiting on 3D printed bits for my Magna. 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 I'm assuming that's a Titan. Every corruption model on have a Moriax leg en route for prenatural grace, chain blades for Pertusian Flamer and Nozzle. Oh, so you went full corruption. Straight yeah, nice. Straight nice. Uh, someone did that in a uh, Toy Wiz. Um, I wasn't I can't there, remember. So I do not know who. Oh my god! He, did, he basically corned out his titans with blood pools and everything. Oh man, I really wish I I, I remember who it was. They, they look amazing, but he rusted them all up. They have like corn mouths on them. He used um the brute, the demon brute. I can't remember okay. what it's called. As a head. Albert, Albert is ahead. It was really great. Absolutely, Facebook Marketplace is a great deal, especially rescues. Yep, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If you, you, I know you don't want to start another project, but I scalped my entire demon army. It's 120 blood letters. 15. I got 15 blood crushers. The guy sold it for me for like 60 bucks. 60 bucks for 15 blood crushers. And again, I had to paint my, them. But my biggest thing with that is I don't like pre-painted models. No, I they weren't prepaid. Scheme. No, I know they, they weren't, but that is the one thing. Yeah. Sometimes it can be very true. Things that aren't painted. Oh, Alex Bradley Dunn says it's Alex. Yeah, so I'm glad someone here knows what I'm talking about. Alex created this entire Titanic army that's corn. Um, cor looks like corn has corn blood pools at the bottom. They're rusted. He has actual chains on them. They are gorgeous <laughs> beyond their face and without. Um. But yeah, no. Uh, okay, I caught up on all the comments. I think. Okay. Let me say here. Yes, yes, yes. Team <laughs> right, so, Sanders. I mean, it's it, it's all of these factions going to boil down to once we see some points and do they do any changes? Because who knows? But <sighs> very true. Overall, what about you, Dave? You, go to your Necrons before yeah, I go to Custodians. Uh, yeah, let me finish with this red. Let me just wash this brush and then I'll pull them over there. Why well, let the other guy who fell in the paint water dry? Um, I know I opened them on one of these pages. Right, I've opened them right there. All right, let me turn the display back. I only say if anyone's watching this either now or on YouTube at all, I'm going to display them as well. It won't be a perfect display for everything because I'm um, I'm not going to sit here and resize all these windows and <laughs> cause myself all those issues. Real but quick, we'll at least be showing it a bit. Molly's got two two K Titan projects. A hundred man, a hundred man blood ravens and ashen claws. You know what I don't hear though, Molly? I don't hear that you have demons on that list. And I don't. I, no, I don't hear. There's conquest. an. That's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Um, All right, so Necrons, Necrons. 
Overall, I think it is pretty positive. I think, honestly, for most of the factions, are pretty positive. Not all of them, and some of them Space we kind of wait to see. And <laughs> Space Wolves, yes. But we also still have to see points for certain things. But Necrons on overall, honestly, I'm, I'm reasonably happy with. I was more happy once I listened to some people who know it a little more than I do. Um, then I found I was a little happier with all of it. But So we have reanimation protocols. It is different now. The way reanimation works now is at the end... There's contention in this. I don't think there's really contention, but at the end of your command phase, which the back and forth is, do you Battleshock first or after? Battleshock is uh, Battleshock is not its own phase, so I absolutely think you Battleshock, then you do this, because this is an end of effect. But Yeah, um, Battleshock is, doesn't so, say yet. So peop- yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, like, I'd have to look for what the argument is, but some of the argument is... Is Battleshock the end because it is the e- it is what you do at the end? It's the last thing you do, but uh, is it actually an end? I, I the thing is, it, I don't find that too gaming for people. I think it needs a clarification just to be sure. It does like since Battleshock is not its own phase, it's not its own piece like it is in Sigmar. Them just saying like Battleshock is just during the phase that will clear everything. Because then so here's a question. Yes, does it affect anything like positive negatively? Um. Do you not get reanimation if you're Battleshocked? No, there's nothing that would stop you from doing it. Um, I think some of the discussion was for um, whether... Oh, actually, there is one spot where it matters. Um, Okay. If you're a Necron warrior, if you are not Battleshocked, so if you're holding an objective, remember, if you're Battleshocked, you count as control zero, so you're not holding it yourself. But if warriors have an objective, they get more reanimation. That's why. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So it does so, make so sense. I, okay. I think it is literally the very last thing, but I would love GW to step forward and say, like, yeah, uh, Battleshock is during the phase. So before happens before Battleshock, after happens after. Um, but essentially, you for every single unit, you roll D3. That's how many wounds you get back. If you start with recovering wounds on a model, <laughs> and then if all of your models are full of wounds and you still have reanimation left, then you start bringing models back. Um, this is a side grade downgrade it's up it's a little better potentially when you look at some of the other rules we have but as a rule itself it is an absolute downgrade and the reason it's essentially a downgrade in most cases is if your opponent wants to make sure that you can't reanimate something if they kill it you don't get it old reanimation used to be after the attack was done which means if you're going to shoot at me with three different units, I can try and reanimate bodies three different times. Um, this rule is maybe a little better for multi-wound, because multi-wound, when you reanimated, you had to bring the whole model back. Which means if you were like a three-wound model, if you don't get at least three five-ups on however many dice you get, you get nothing. But if, like, say, warriors, you don't want my warriors back, just kill them. Destroy them. You have guns. If that's a concern, take them down. Now, we have some ways to improve this and there's ways that make it a little better and all, but the base rule, they've done this in the past and it was bad. We have to wait and see exactly how this does. Um, our detachment abilities, command protocols. If a Necron character is leading a unit, they get plus one on to hit rolls when, whenever they attack. Sounds amazing. The, the sort of thing to keep in mind is the units that can be led. Scorpec Lords can lead Scorpec destroyers. Um, all of your other characters essentially either lead warriors, immortals, or uh, Lich Guard. 
it's not like you can lead just like whatever you want. Oh, and also like uh, loc locust lords can lead some locust heavy destroyers or locust destroyers and stuff like that. But not everything can lead everything. So when you look at some of our stratagems, I'm not going to go through them all now, but most every stratagem we have says you get an effect and if you're being led, you get more. Certain you, it's particular what can be led and who can lead what. So if you're an overlord and it says, hey, overlords, you get to do blank to the lean unit, unit you lead, you can't just do a 10 unit. They're, you're kind of restricted with what you can lead. So it is good, but you got to kind of look at that and kind of couch it in that mindset when you're doing it. Um, like, uh, like just an example, one of them, Eternal, Eternal Guardian, we no longer have to roll the die for it. Eternal Guardian is, I lost a character. Spend a CP, get him back. Um, and you get half your <laughs> wounds. It used to be you needed to roll like a four up, and then I think you got like D3 wounds. Now you just get half your wounds back. But a lot of the other ones relate to the units. Like one of them, you oh, get Oh, but plus it is once strength. per battle. Oh, thank God. Yes. Okay. Uh, once per battle per model. Yes. Yeah, per model, but yeah. Yes. That was always true, though, but it used to be one CP and you had to roll for it. It was like a 50 50 chance. So nice. Um, if you look at, like, say, Hungry Void. You get plus one strength, but if you're being led, plus one AP as well. Um, that's cool. I like so that a lot. If you're led, that's great, but you can't lead everything, and you might not be able to lead the ones you want. So it's just something to keep in mind. Um, enhancements, the enhancements look good. We have to see points costs. I'm not going to go through them until we see points because, yeah, they're all nice. Um, Sovereign uh, Coronal is amazing, but we have to see how much it costs. If it costs tons and tons and tons, what then is not it? quite uh, so much. You count as being led if by um, within oh, six inches of that model. Oh, that's awesome. That's so you can lead a thing. unit. That's great. Okay. Yes. So stuff like that, if it's a reasonable points cost, is how now you can get extra bonuses. Since our command trait is being led gets you stuff, there's a way to get stuff. So I'm, I'm very excited like to see that. I'm not going to lie. Semper Turtle Weave is great, too. All of them are really good. The, my biggest problem with a lot of those not relic relics is we don't know costs. So are they going to be yeah. like prohibitive? Uh, special name characters are not going to bother going through. There's so many of them. Some of them are really good. Some of them are kind of garbage. Hold on, really quick fine. though. I will. I will mention that yeah. uh, you can take uh, what's his face, Oricon with uh, uh, the Steeler dude. Um, uh, Trazen. Yeah, Trazen. Yeah. yeah, that that is hilarious to me you could take them because for those who don't know the fluff they absolutely 1000 percent hate each other yeah with it's an undying passion over a hundred thousand i think they in the middle of court they stuck the middle finger at each other yes as well yeah no, they they hate each other so i just find it really funny that they can yeah, actually do next um, to each other i forget which book but there's one of the books uh, they have a, several Necron books. I want to read them because I've heard they're very good. But they're in one of the books. I know one of the lines in there because it's posted everywhere. It's like, oh, I hope you brought armies. Like, oh, you think so little me? I brought five. You know, because <laughs> you can just pop it out like a Tesseract and stuff like that. Trazen literally carries Pokeballs with him, which yes. just to me is so goddamn hilarious. Yeah. Um, For anyway. other characters, they <laughs> said, you know, Ward is Scorpec Lord. I, I like because he was garbage in the other edition. He absolutely was a uh, terrible, terrible piece of garbage. He's a lot better now. Also, he can lead a unit score peg destroyers, which really helps them out. His attacks, you know, aren't aren't amazing, but he gives um, lethal hits. I always That's forget nice. which I forget which one is which though. Lethal hits so, is sixes just automatically but, uh, wound. Sixes right? automatically wound. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You skip so, the wound phase. 
Oh, uh, it's cutting it off a little bit. Let me extend. Oh, there we go. My apologies, cutting that off a little bit. Let me go like this, or let me. But yeah, six is six one. is uh from uh, auto wound essentially. Yeah. Um, this thing's gonna be a little cut off, but that's okay. There we go. That's a little better. Uh, other ones I talked locust lords going into locust unit. If you can put them in a unit, those things are pretty good. Um, reanimation, uh, reanimation orbs got really, really good. Reanimation orb now, if you happen to have an orb, we don't know how much it's going to cost, but if you have an orb, you reanimation protocols in both command phases, yours and your opponents. Holy shit. <laughs> now again, though, it's good, but if you really want to destroy my unit and you can, it doesn't help. What this helps with is if your opponent say gets, say turn one. Or if you get turn one, okay, you're fine. They do some shooting into you. Um, or, sorry, no, probably actually a little better if they get turn one first. They shoot you down a little bit. On your turn, reanimate a few. You do your stuff. Then when they start, reanimate the rest. Probably better for your shooting units in your close combat in that sort of case. But um, we have tons and tons of characters. Uh, Command Barge um, got really good with its aura. So it, it, it can help out. It gives more objective control. I think this army wins by holding so objectives. I don't here's think it wins my, by killing. Here's my problem with the command barge. It's the same yes. problem I had with the uh, the corn dude on the throne. Yeah. You can't join him with a unit. No. And he doesn't have a uh, uh, solitary warrior or whatever it's called. Yeah. So he can just get shot. Now he's toughness, what, nine? Toughness eight, four plus invulnerable save? Nine wounds, not bad, but but it depends on points. But that's that's my one of my problems with these kind of big throne like pieces is that they can just get shot up. Agreed. If someone wanted to dedicate shooting to them, yeah, that's uh, just me. Overlord, tons of characters. Um, obviously, our cryptex can go in units when they have other things leading them as well. Um, uh, royal wardens or nobles that makes sense cryptex in general some are they're different some are absolutely better some necessarily aren't better but overall they got some pretty cool abilities we'll we'll do a deeper dive later i so said just trying to go very quickly through some basic ideas um warriors if they're like i said they d they um bring back d6 instead of d3 and if they're on objective it's d3 plus three so you get more of a guarantee um both their weapons get lethal hits, stuff like that, which I think is really good. Immortals, Immortals got pretty big glow up because remember, if you're being led plus one, so you're going to be hitting on twos. Um, implacable eradication, you get to reroll wound rolls of one, and um, you can just reroll entirely if the enemy is on an objective. So I think they, for a troop's choice, they're quite good. The reanimator is amazing now because it's a bubble. You just get an extra D3. When I heard the reanimator. Yeah, I was going to say, I heard the reanimator is amazing. Yes. What's nice is one, it has feel no pain. And two, it no longer needs line of sight. It's just an aura. The way auras work, you can just be and at 12 you inches. Is, yes. 12 inches is a fucking big aura. Yeah. So it's an extra, it's an additional D3. So you're actually now, our rule wasn't good, but now there's ways to make it worthwhile. Although there's still always that concern of get wiped off the board. Doesn't matter. Um, Hexmark Destroyer is really good now. Um, he's six attacks, damage one, AP two, strength six. He hits on twos. few nice things about him. One, he's low and operative. So if he's far away, he can't be shot. Uh, inescapable death once per turn. 
you can fire Overwatch with him for zero CP, and and just always when he fires Overwatch, he hits on twos. <laughs> so if you have two of these guys, one can use it for free, one spends a point, and they both get the fire. Um, also, multi-threaded eliminator. Each time an enemy unit targets a friendly Necron unit that's within three inches of this model with a ranged attack at the enemy unit shot, this model can shoot as if it was your shooting phase. Oh, that's great. There's a really big thing to notice there. Did you notice it? Enemy it doesn't target. say you shoot at who shot them. Oh. You shoot as if it was your shooting phase. Now, they might change it to say he has to target <clears throat> that unit, but it doesn't say that right now. Which means you shoot at this unit with something, I go and fire at this other lighter, juicier target. His, his attacks aren't exceedingly damaging if you're heavy, but if it's something lighter and you can attack every time you want to shoot, and that's not limited, every time you target something with three. So if you have one or two of these guys and you got a couple units around, you got some big warrior blobs, they fire at those blobs at all, you just start firing out 18 inches onto these guys. And his shots do have precision. Um, so he's fun. Lich Guard can be led. They're pretty good. Deathmark's got really good. Flayed One's got uh, the bat taken to him. Uh, the Twin Lights, which is nice. Sustained Hits One, which is nice, but they can only come in squads of 10, up to 10. This is that idea of if you want it to destroy it so I can't br bring it back, you can do that on this unit. We don't know points. We'll have to see points, but I have some concerns about bringing like a 10-man group and like maybe they'll do some good, but uh, I think it kind of kind of hit down um they do get critical hits if you're below half strength though every hit's a critical hit so they can be good but little little hit and miss um only other thing i'll mention is satans just to keep it nice and brief satans um have all damage coming into them no wound cap anymore but that's not a thing in the game nightbringer is quite good because the nightbringer um he can do some mortals with his ability you lost all your other abilities with that um, but his attacks, he's still a pretty big damage dealer. So much like he was before an AP minus four, they're essentially on invuls. He doesn't ignore invuls anymore though. Unfortunately, he used to be amazing. With, I got will say versus him. I will also say that with the damage reduction across the board for this, for this edition, yeah. halving damage is major. Yes. It should be very big. It's still a wait and see because they said a lot less damage. I don't know yet. I don't know if I entirely agree that it's a lot less Unless damage. you're Eldar. Unless yeah. you're Eldar. But I, <laughs> I do feel overall it's less damage. Um, and we got some other stuff and it's all fine. What I will say, problems I've seen so far, I think they feel like they can hold objectives good. I do think you want some warrior blocks. I do think you want a reanimator for sure. I'm thinking Hexmark Destroyers. I need to see points, obviously, for all this stuff. Um I think vehicles, they have you have to be cautious with what you bring to actually take down vehicles to make sure that you can actually do it. Um, and the big thing's gonna be whether or not a reanimation is actually any good. In eighth edition, we had that rule without these extras, and it was it's garbage. Now we have it with these extras. Is it gonna be enough? If this edition is lower on lethality, like they said, then I think it will be good. If not, we'll have to wait and see. But um, overall, I'm excited about it. I'm going to make a list tomorrow once we see points. Um, I'm hoping that points are in such a way I have enough. I don't have tons of my guys painted up. But um, you can't see it now if you're watching. But over in this corner, further over there, I have a box full of Necron stuff. Although, I no longer need any more flayed ones. Because I already had 30 and I have 5 I haven't worked on yet. Because there used to be squads of 20. 
Um, back, remember when they did the Warhammer magazine? I found them yep. in Barnes & Noble. I bought every one of them I could find in Barnes & Noble. So I got 25, no, thir- almost 30 of them from that. I bought like six nice. magazines. Because they were like one, I, for, I got 30 of them for like the price of five. So I was like, all right, yeah, I'm going to buy every single one they have. Yep. Um, but I- I'm excited to see. I-, I do need some other things. I have more Lich Guard I have to paint up. I have some Doomsday Arcs. I do have a Command Barge. So I, I want to paint up that stuff and then then see how it feels. All right. Um, do you briefly want to run us through, say, yeah, Is that your briefly. other big thing? So why don't you briefly... Well, I'll do Eldar first. Eldar right. amazing. Just, yeah. uh, don't make friends. Um <laughs> Custodes. Custodes are great. Oh my god. Thank Jesus. I'm so happy for this. Uh, so Custodes, okay. their their karate stance has changed. So nice. now it's basically um, uh, before it was we were talking about this before the, the, the podcast started. If you were probably here early, you probably heard us talking about it. Before it was like you had six karate stances, each having two stances. You chose the or it was, it was a mess. Now you have three stances. Yep. Period. They change every fight phase. If you want, they could stay the same if you want. Uh, but you can change them every fight phase, uh, including your opponents at the start of the fight phase. Uh, and they're very easy. You can subtract one from a hit roll. You can be sustained hits one. You can gain lethal hits. Yeah, all, the, all of those are good, and all of those fit in different reasons. Lethal hits is great if you're going against something heavy that you might not be getting yep. through. Which was Rendax. Yeah. That Katara is is the one where you're you're trying to basically beat off the uh the swarms. So that's mm-hmm. sustain hits. And Captaris was literally, I'm going to hold you. Minus one a hit. So literally, easy, done. Age to the Emperor, our special rule, four plus to save against mortal wounds. Easy, done, over with. Um stratagems, uh, they're all great, honestly. They're all amazing. Um Big shout out to Arcane Genetic Alchemy, which is subtract one from the damage characteristic, which is massive for us. Um, and then there's one more I wanted to shout out. I think it was... Yeah, Vigil Unending. I love this. It's Necrons. Uh, you can just return one destroyed model. Yeah. It's, yay. Now, you can't do it more than once per battle on the same unit, but if you want to well, pick no, but up that's a, needed. Because otherwise, that yeah. would just be too crazy, yeah. But yeah, and Alaris popping back up out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, and sticky objectives. This is the big one. Sworn Guardians. You yeah. do this in the movement phase. That's Most other people that have it do it in the command phase. We do it in the movement phase, meaning I can move on to the yeah. objective and then sticky it, which is, ooh, spicy. Um Highlight us a few units. Skip over the enhancements for now because we don't know points. Like they could be good, but True. they make them but super I will expensive. Put out one garbage. Veiled bl- uh, the ceaseless hunter. Ew, disgusting. Basically, you can give the unit uh, fall back and charge, which is <laughs> Jesus. All right, big units, um, big glow ups. There's not actually a lot, which is funny because here's fun. fun fact that for people who don't know, uh, a majority of the custodians are actually in Forge World. <laughs> there are tw- I think twelve units that are plastic. And 15 units that are Forge World. So, yay. Anyway, Custodian Guard, their guard, um, they're not, they're going to go. Custodian, here, let's go to Wardens. Wardens are actually now Wardens. Um, uh, 
The melee weapons, who cares? They're toughness six. So everyone went up to toughness six, by the way, and the custodians is at a toughness five. Three wounds, uh, we're looking at a four up and vulnerable save, OC2. The big thing with them is um, when a character's in this unit, uh, anything that is greater than their toughness, you subtract one from the wound roll. So you will never wound them better than a four plus. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty that's, awesome. That's survival. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And once per battle, you can just pop a four plus feel no pain ability. Yeah. That's the, the late game you need to keep on your objective. Yep. Or or you want to be you want a mid game hold onto a mess. Someone charged you. Mm-mm, you're not breaking this unit. <coughs> Alaris Custodians got super beefy. Um, toughness seven now, which is uh, still staying four wounds. Big things with them is if they're attacking targets with a character monster or vehicle, they can reroll wounds. That's pretty great. And from Golden Light, <laughs> this one is so stupid. So first of all, I want to point out, if someone says that they're not an opponent, and I'm not, that wasn't me stuttering. If, oh, someone, points yeah. out that they're, if there's, someone points out that they're that. not an opponent, I'm not. Slap them in the face. Stop that, Dave. <laughs> Stop hey, that. If they can't master the language that, to some extent, they invented, <laughs> that is not my problem. <laughs> Someone will go, well, technically, there's no opponent. So this strategy doesn't shut down. No one does Don't that. Do that. There's literally no one who talks the Someone way was making that argument. There. They weren't making Someone the argument. It? They were saying it to be facetious. Mm. They weren't realistic being so, like, uh, like, no. Once per battle, at the end of your opponent's turn, not your turn, if you're not within engagement range, you can remove it. And then in the next movement phase, which is coming up right now, yeah, keep striking within yep. nine inches. Yep. That's amazing. That is top tier right there. Top tier mobility. Um, oh, I should point out everyone has deep strike, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Every single R uh, thing here has deep strike. Uh, um, Versus Praetors don't. Except the bikes. Except, I was saying, yeah. except the bikes, which I'm not going to talk about because they got. Hey, I used to play Blood Angels and we used to deep strike Land Raiders, so anything is possible. <sighs> they got nerfed. Um,. I, I got to see the points on these before I make a final decision. They got hit hard by the nerf bat. But if but, the points are appropriate, that's fine. Exactly. And if they're led by a shield captain that can let them fall back and charge, you know, Yeah. then we're talking again, big, big money. But, you know, uh, I'm going to ignore the sisters. Yeah, skip the sisters. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, hold on. No, no, but pause, pause. I no, won't. I won't. No, there's one reason. Sword sisters are insanely scary. I don't know. They're insane. Um, I got to see the points on them. Vigilators. Yeah. They are deadly. So first of all, strength five, AP minus two, two damage. Okay, that's cool, right? Two attacks. Um, subtract one from the hit roll when you're attacking them. When we get to special characters, Alea makes them so stupid strong, it's not even funny. So just remember that profile. Which seekers skip? Shield captains. So shield captains are pretty cool. The big thing is that they make something zero CP which is really, really, really good. The special characters don't do this, by the way. It's only the general shield captains that do this. So it's kind of cool that you want to take some shield captains instead of taking named characters. Also, uh, he can... the So each one has a... This is really cool. So all of them have strategic mastery. Each one of the styles, though, has different kind of abilities. So for example, the guy on foot, he can choose to be two karate stances. That's kind of cool, Right? Yeah. So you can get lethal hits and sustained hits, which does double up. The Blade Champion is amazing. Hands down, my favorite model. Biggest glow up, period. 
This man, when he's in a unit, can reroll advance and charge and can declare charge when he advances with his unit. And he can do heroic intervention for zero CP. And he's got pretty damn cool weapons. In my opinion, coolest model in the Codex. He looks amazing. He is amazing. This is, by the way, Henry Cavill. If you never saw him without the... Uh, the he's supposed to be the Witcher. All right. If you, if you look at him without the helmet, you'll see what I mean. Yeah. Uh, Alea. Here we go, Dave. Okay. So Alea... Uh, strength six, AP three, three damage sword right. with four attacks, right? And yeah, devastating wounds, because why not, right? Feel no pain for some odd reason. Scout six inches. Okay. So if you put her vigilators in a rhino, that rhino will scout. On top of that, her model and her have fights first. Okay. Meaning they will fight first. On top of that, if she's leading the unit and they make an attack, they now hit on twos. Right? Yeah. And they pretty much will wound on twos or threes, depending on whether it's below half strength. And she has a three plus invulnerable, uh, three plus uh, thing against psychic attacks. Yeah. She makes vigilators, and, and I don't own a goddamn rhino. You're going to have to get a rhino. I'm gonna have to, I need a Demos rhino. I don't want a normal one. I want a Demos. I asked Richard to order one. I think he has one in the store, though. I don't know. For a while, they were hard to get. I'm not sure if he has he, one now. He ordered Land Raiders for me. I do want Land Raiders as well, but. Yeah, no, this is... Yeah. I'm definitely sticking her 10 sisters inside a rhino and just laughing. Right. I think it's character <laughs> stuff left. Yeah. Um, the anything uh, else the rhino to highlight holds... quickly as I'm scrolling through? I'm, I'm at the like shield captains and people like that. Yeah, shield captains. Knights and Termes. The Alaire shield captain. Who cares? Bike shield captain. Who cares? Trajan was already previewed, so I'm going to skip. Oh, the last yeah. glow up. Last glow up, my friend. The Valerian. Valerian. So Valerian, uh, Christopher Walken. So... <laughs> Yeah, it really he does. Never, it really does. Yeah, look like him. Every, all of them have different. So Christopher Walken was never used in the last edition because he sucked really, really bad. Um, now he's got Philopene 6 up, which is cool. That's completely new. Now him and his unit get uh, redu- worse than the armor penetration by one, which, it's wow. Big when you're on a two up safe. Yep, it's huge. And uh, once per battle round, he basically rerolls one hit, one wound roll, and one saving throw for the model. Yeah, he has to choose one of those three to two. And once per battle, after making a hit roll, wound roll, sim roll, he could just change the result to a six. <coughs> once per battle, though. <clears throat> did you did you see the contemptors, by the way, or no? Yes, I did look at contemptors. I looked at them. Do they, do they all have favorite. unyielding ancient? Do the space brain ones have unyielding ancient or no? Uh, is that the one that brings them back to life? Yep. Yes. Okay, good. Okay. Yes, I thought that do. was special. And the land no. raider is a land raider now, so. Yeah, the unyielding yeah. ancient is is great. For anyone who hasn't looked at yeah. it, uh, when you kill the contemptor, don't blow up the first time. Roll a die on a two up. Come back with d six wounds. Yep. Um, it's going to be good until you roll that one, and yes. then you get nothing back. But and again, we don't know points. Uh, exactly. So what's going to happen? Probably part of next week. We want to get back to some thirty k because hopefully uh, Stephen has his potato figured out and he's back to normal work schedule and all. Um, but I do want to start going through factions for this. Um, I don't know if we're going to, we're probably not going to do deep dive the same way we do 30 K. Cause I think that just might be, um, might take a while, especially for some of these ones, but going through a little bit more, really talking about them, especially once we see points, cause it gives us a more full picture. Um, someone was saying, I, I saw, cause I pulled it up on my phone that those magazines never made it up North. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, he just, I say- only ever found the Necron one. And then to test paint schemes, I picked up one of Assault Intercessors. So I do have five Assault Intercessors with various paint schemes on them if I look around my <coughs> house. 
I can see one here that well, I was using. You I was know, painting. Maybe up. you guys would have more trees if you stopped lighting them on fire. So mm. like, I got a random one here because <laughs> I was testing with them. So um, stop but, burning your trees, and you get more paper for your magazine. Nature's kind of technically doing it itself. They're not yeah, like that's lighting really the true. fires. Most yeah, it was, they might. Did you be. see really cool and for for Molly, who's the Canadian here? Did you see like the the satellite map of all the fires starting at the same time? How creepy that was. No, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. Uh, you might be. No, there was a really cool satellite image of showing like where the fire started, and it like literally, <clears throat> they they like literally started all at the same time. It was the coolest thing to watch, and also fucking terrifying because then you realize that the area of land that the satellite is looking at is like the size of the entire eastern continental united states and you're yeah. like oh, oh no that's not good <laughs> yeah it's i mean it's bad luckily it seems to be in a better position mostly yeah. now although that's always up in the air exactly what's going to happen so uh, <laughs> i see what? what you did there what is it me up in the or air. someone else? What are you talking about? No, up in the air. Oh, Get no, it? I didn't even mean it that way. That was entirely <laughs> unintentional. I, I, I wish I could say I meant to do that, but no, I didn't. I'm a few hours south of the huge one in Western Canada. Uh, listen, be safe then. I heard like, I thankfully we live in New Jersey, so we don't have any problems with forest fires and stuff. But I've seen, heard, and just, I've had people in California, how quickly forest fires like spread and how quickly got it just, oh, you're burning at both ends. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Although, I mean, maybe the good news would be like, maybe the smoke doesn't hit you then. Because if you're burning at both ends, right, and the and the smoke is blowing south, would that mean that you get none of the smoke? Or does that mean you get all of the smoke? Um, it depends on the direction. If it's on both oh, the sides, wind. there is yeah, I'm gonna two wait for directions Molly to answer where you here. get nothing. And one direction where you, or two directions where you get one. It should be tough, depending on the orientation, to get both sides. Because he's south. So if the wind blows like, I'll do my hands like this. If the wind blows like this, then he's hitting both. But if the wind's blowing like this, maybe. Oh, it's like Mordor here. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, what does that mean? Mordor? From Lord I, of the Rings? I, I know what Mordor is, but oh, oh, just because it's smoky and terrible? Yeah, okay. and terrible. Like that Golem game. I didn't play that. Um, oh, my God. My asthma would not survive. This is like the... like. No. This oh my god! Well, I went to see you on Saturday, and like you were nebulizing then, like you were not in good shape, and that bro, was. Bro, I'm glad you didn't know. Like, okay, so I was slightly after. embarrassed when you came in, and I'm glad you didn't notice. But I'll say it now: you didn't notice the mucus that I had literally coming out of my eyes. My eyes uh, were glued shut. Yeah, I don't think I saw that. Yeah, my eyes were literally glued shut from the amount of just sinus pressure that was building up in my head. That is awful. Bro, I can't hear. I, I, I literally, I can feel the, the pressure behind my ears. That's how bad it is. It, it seems like there should be something more they can do for you for all that. It's, it, the problem is my sinuses suck. I've been taking Sudafed every day and I take Claritin. And what I do is I hope and pray that it just opens up and pops one day. That's all it needs to do. Because the sinuses are clearing up. This is clearing up. My nose is clearing up. My throat is clearing up. I cough every now and then, but I'm fine. But the ears are their own pressure system. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, um, I will say, I mean, overall, I'm excited for the new edition. I'm always excited for Index 40K. I'm hoping to stay excited as it goes along. Like I always said, I, I like everything about 40K, except often in the past, the game itself. And my hope is that this time the game is a lot better. I would like it to be a lot better. 
I like it to feel where I can play this game and be happy with it because like it is exceedingly popular and and everything like that. So, and we'll wait and see. <coughs> In the meantime, plenty of Shatterpoint to work on. Plenty of other stuff. Got plenty of conquest that I'm doing. Um, all right. Do you have uh, any other? Oh man, I just remembered. I didn't actually make any uh, spots of where we've said what. So this episode might not get. Um, timestamps because i don't really want to go back and fix it <laughs> no I'd like no to get this we don't release tomorrow i'll do that next time next time we do those. feel better man it's okay like i said molly listen i'll be honest with you i have not felt this bad since i was like i have not had the nebulizer since i was i want to say i was 16 oh no no that's a lie it happened like two years ago i had to go to the hospital for the nebulizer Two or three years ago. I see. I thought I did remember something like that happened. But it, was, it wasn't COVID either. That was just normal. I don't know what happened. That must have just been a really bad sign. But point is, it's been like, besides that one random event, I haven't had to nebulize in a very long time. This just, I, the moment I saw outside, it turned orange and yellow. And I, and I smelled it. And I knew teachers were opening windows because they didn't think it was such a bad deal. I was like, well... I guess I don't get to breathe for a while. Yep. I actually called the doctor that day and he goes, I'm surprised you took so long to call me. And I'm like, the teachers are opening windows. And he goes, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I, li- I, I live in a city in a mountain pass. So we get a lot of smoke from both. Oh yeah. Cause the mountain basically, that sucks. It's areas Bad. you could never make it in. Yeah. And you know, it sucks too. I've always wanted to move to Canada. Not only because, not just because honestly, because of the weather. Not not even healthier, just because the weather's colder, and I love the cold. Does your wife like the cold? Uh she's impartial to the cold. I would say she doesn't she like she the doesn't heat. Like it, that ain't ever gonna happen. She doesn't like the heat. Happen. I'll tell you that. We were both not Florida people. I'll tell you that much. But I love the cold. You know what I mean? So, all joking aside, the smoke is awful. My partner and BFF are locked inside while the smoke is me up. That's what we did for for three days while it was. Literally orange outside. We locked ourselves inside. Turned on the, our uh, central air. Fine. Put an extra. Put an extra duty. Uh, what should I call it? Filter. Uh, filter on the thing, and we're good. Yep. Uh, we did the same thing. Yeah, we have a, a filter. We just ran it, and we kept the dog up with us, so that way. Yep. Because I, I had to go outside because of him. I mean, I don't have breathing issues. I, I, so that was fine. We, well, but... we went outside with masks. That's what we did. I so I ordered masks. And instead, they sent me. Uh, can you hand me the thing they sent me? Tell me what. Oh, this should be uh, it's on the t- it's on the far end of the table. Uh, for anyone watching, I'll explain what it is for anyone not watching, but I'll show what it is. So I ordered a bunch of masks, and what they sent me was these. So they are <laughs> silicone yes! pouch bottle. Yes. <laughs> I so <laughs> they, they sent me these. Actually, maybe Tori and Spencer want these. Actually, ask Tori and Spencer because it's actually really good. Because uh, we have good, friends look, who are having a kid real soon. That's a, those are the silicone ones, right? Yes. Yeah. The problem is, so I wanted to return it and be like, "Hey, give me my mask," but you can't return mask. So nope. as soon as I put in for a return, it's like, "No, you can't return that." They don't give me an option of saying you sent me the wrong thing. There's like, "No, you can't." Return Was it off anything. Amazon? Was yeah, it it's off, off Amazon. Amazon? If you call customer service and send them a picture, they'll return it. I'm I'm sure, but I'm just like, you know what? I'll see if anyone wants it because I tried to get them in time for when the weather when it all got bad, and they just never arrived. So, um, 
All right. I think uh, I think that'll do it for us tonight on what ended up being a, a rather long recording, but we did it this way. So, um, as always, we do want to thank everyone who either was watching along with us, especially that we do thank you, or if you're listening to this or watching on YouTube later, anything like that. Um, like I said, do apologize that the cameras don't actually. Um, Although I will show uh, adjust this off their auto one. autofocus, but Dude. yeah, like there, it's just it's going to be a little bit grainy. So I'm I'm going to look no, at look, getting some cameras that autofocus. Otherwise, no, but it There's would be your... better on a different thing. Yeah, that's okay. That's your base. That's how I base coat the custodians, though. After this, dry brush silver, dry brush gold. Uh, contrast the uh, the cloak and the tabard, and then to the base yeah. and the nameplate, and we're done. I got Dooku done. I got the bases for most of the stuff done, and I started working on the. Uh, Magna guards, which I'll work on those more once this is done and try to get all those guys done. But um, we do thank everyone who does watch this and like that. Remember, we put out all this content on Podbean, so on any podcasts. Do we also put out stuff on YouTube? Um, for things coming up soon, we should have at least one conquest battle report. Uh, there's two others that were filmed. I just had to check since I didn't have the audio system at the time if I think its quality is good enough. The first one I think is fine. There's background noise. Like, it's not as much as I would like, but you can absolutely watch it and hear the players very clearly. Just hear some other people talking. But we do have a wireless system that we're going to test out. Um, hopefully, we might be able to test it out, um, if not Saturday, early in the week. Um, so other things coming out soon. There's going to be some more stuff for Shatterpoint. Once I get some more things assembled, I want to do a video just discussing it. We're also going to do some learn to play related to it, go through all of that game, and then um, some battle reports related to that. We're going to do some stuff for 40k as soon as we have it put together. We should hopefully be getting back to some 30k content. I would hope this week, at least one of our recordings, because we usually record twice a week to do that. Um, if more painting streams, especially if we can get decent looking cameras, if, if that is of interest... When we're doing more randomish episodes, I don't mind doing that. I think that's actually kind of nice. So maybe every other week might try to do something like that. So we can kind of get some more, some more what you might call casual conversation sort of stuff. And if people have topic suggestions, especially for those, we'll absolutely take them. Because I wouldn't want to do that for a deep dive because I, I've notes and everything like that I have to do. But for other topics, if people want to do something like that, that's fine. Um, oh, uh, Molly, yes. let's see here. Ken is pretty rad, and I have points of comparison as my godmother lives in Jersey. Oh, yeah. Living, uh, listen, Jersey is Jersey. I have no problems with Jersey. Uh, Never have. Uh, uh, nope. Jersey's Jersey. Jersey's great. <laughs> I don't hear anything else. Uh, that was fun as fuck. Uh, hang out. Got some work done with y'all in good chats. Thanks, yeah. Molly, for hanging out with us. Nice. And those Magna Guard look tight. Magna Guard? Oh, those are the things you're painting. Yes. Yeah. They're, he goes, they're, those they're Magna Guard look tight. Starting with the red, I got quite a bit more to do on them, but I started with the red capes because I want to do something different. So I'm going with a wine red and then I'll highlight from there. Oh, actually, I forgot. Dooku's not done because I do have to do his um, black lining. But I'm not going to do his black lining here because I, I want him right close to my face to do that. But my stuff, I, I always black line it. Although he's in a lot of dark, so I might I might actually do a little bit of white lining on him. I have to see. I don't have the inks for that, but I might use some other colors. But otherwise, he, he's pretty Stupid sad. question. Yes. Are the feet actually off the base like that, or you just glued them on like shitty bases? Oh, so these aren't the real bases. These are oh, little tiny things. Oh, thank God. Okay. No, the actual oh, bases okay. are these. So this okay, is the actual God. base, and I do comic on that. So I black line the base and... And do stuff like okay. that. So no, they'll they'll actually okay, fit I was, on I, this. Full I was piece. gonna say, instantly. I was going to like say never no. again. Shatterpoint. No, no, okay. no, no, no. You're gonna play once we get those Ewoks. Oh my god! Please don't. And Ewoks. I put, I'm printing out their village now. Oh my god! Stop. So they're gonna be Ewoks. They're gonna be a whole village. I've actually already printed a few bunkers. 
So Molly, there'll be bunkers on the end, and then the trees kind of go into the forest for the other side. Molly says, I started my cooking career because of learning how to cook from Jersey Italians as a kid. There we go. Yep. That'll yeah. do it. It's all it's all in the hands. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, that's all right. Um, so um, remember, we do have our Discord if anyone wants to join that. We have a Facebook page that Dan is supposed to be updating. I don't know if he actually is. I know he's not, but he's supposed to be. The other thing <laughs> is people do enjoy the content we put out. We know we've been a little lax with it lately, but trying to get back into it. We do have Patreon as well. We ask anyone who has the means, if they like what we do, to just you know consider it. Um, obviously, I said we're not going to ever put anything good behind that. We might put some stuff in there, but it's going to be weird random stuff that I wouldn't have released otherwise. So if you really want to see some uh, content that didn't necessarily go well, but might be entertaining, we'll probably put some stuff there. That way, uh, stuff that's not consumable for the masses is maybe the best way to put that. But um, I think that's about it. So I think next week, like I said, hopefully we can get back to a little bit of 30K, and then we're absolutely going to be starting on 40K. I'm also going to be putting out the next part of my Conquest series. I just got the late on it this week, but I'm going to try to put out two next week um, doing Nords, and then I don't know which one I'm going to do next. I haven't decided but those and then kind of continuing that series and expanding out from there but you should see quite a bit of stuff next week because my week's a lot better next week this week things got away from me and i don't know why but all right well on behalf of all of us here at the show then have some good hobby and some great gaming and i will turn off the stream here uh there we go uh